Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. We may not be able to get in on the hurling action like we're used to, but we can get in on some exclusive offers from Renault. To celebrate their third year as official car partner of the GAA, Renault is offering a range of special offers exclusive to all GAA club members. So now you can take home the win right to your door. Check out Renault.ie slash GAA to find out more. With Renault, official car partner of the GAA, taking the passion of a nation to a whole new gear. A, a, a grain of rice. A, a grain of rice. Want to tip the scale. Just remember that, There's a small bit of a needle there. Now, come on, Mayo, you've got to get Andy Moran into the game. Permission, what's the show? Permission, what's the show? Then we're no longer the whipping boys of Munster. Hi, lads. Morning to y'all. Good, nearly good afternoon now with me, Delane. You sorry? All right, Dillo. It's all right, the clock is running, Dillo. Since <laughs> half ten. Yeah, I know. It's no, now, it's now after eleven no. o'clock, like, and the clock is still running. It's like getting into the taxi, do you know what I mean? And you're waiting for your men in the chipper. Come on, will you, you whore? The taxi is running. <laughs> <laughs> the meter. The meter is still running. Oh, Jesus. Oh, West Clare Wi-Fi. Uh, anyway, we're, we're, we're here. We're back at the house today. So um, running up and down, carrying laptops and, and microphones here and everything. But uh, we're, we're in. How are you? Uh, delighted uh, to be joined by a man with a big display of jerseys there behind him, uh, TJ. I see him. Um, the Empire, is it striking back? Uh, I'd be a little bit fearful. Uh, it's a good weekend to be looking forward to. Provincial finals, two nice matches cooking, and a really tasty qualifier, Delo, that we will get to, I'm sure, at some stage. Um, <laughs> little little, little rumours um, going around the place that there could be peace on the cards. I'm not sure, Delo, if they have reached your uh, house, no? Peace? Yeah, I heard, I heard little rumours. I know Liam Griffin has touched on it and one or two others have maybe said that there could be, we could be even looking at a, maybe a possible shake ends here, maybe. Oh, no, yeah, I heard Liam, Liam Griffin on about, on, about, on about funeral processions and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is, is, is there peace on the way? I didn't hear anyway, TJ, if there was. So. <laughs> <laughs> they probably wouldn't tell me anyway, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah. but either way, uh, a, mighty, a mighty weekend coming up there. Mighty weekend, John. It is amazing in some ways. Uh, no, it's not the case, obviously, but there's nearly as much talk about a first-round qualifier as the Leinster and Munster finals. <laughs> so it's amazing what a bit of tour can do, isn't it? Um, but look... But uh, I suppose, Dela, what, once, once the two teams went into the pot, Dela, it was nearly almost a certain day that Wexford and Clare were going to draw each other. Like, you know, I think we mentioned fair, probably... Yeah, the draw, yeah, we weren't even too sure about the draw last week, I don't think... Um, yeah, it is fair injustice for both Clare and Wexford, like that Cork and Galway and Watford would we'll say now Watford should beat Leash, get the soft draw, and the two that won their Munster and Leinster quarterfinals played in two epic games against Kilkenny and Tip, 
and then they have to face into it again. Like it, it makes it a fair long road if you've notions of um, appearing in Crow Park in August. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and I suppose, like to be fair, I'm just talking to a couple of lads around Cork. They actually they would have preferred that they would have been yeah. in the that they would have got a game in actual fact because they. I suppose they feel as though they'd, they'd need to get a game under their belt because maybe there might, there might be bigger fish to fry down the road. I think we're Cocker at the moment. There's no easy game now at the moment. I suppose a lot of people would point to Leash and say that that possibly would be the handier draw to get and stuff like that, you know. But um, yeah, you make a valid point, you know. But look, I suppose the GA has to put some structure on it, Anthony, and there were the two teams that were in the, the quarterfinals. Mm. I don't think there was, like, yes, just to look at the draw, like, there was. Uh, well, yeah, but I would have won the two first rounds. Like. Yeah, let's reward the two teams that won quarterfinals. So they were Wexford and Clare and put them into the Cork and Galway positions. Oh, that might work out great for you. Long term, you'll be playing a, a Galway or a Cork or a, a Wexford or, or a Watford with a game under their belt. Um, but I just would look at it's done and dusted now. We know, we know since Monday morning at half eight, I suppose we'd all the uh, radios tuned in. So, um, as you said, there was an air of inevitability about it in some ways, I suppose, with, with all the controversy all year. We, we talk about it a little bit later. And we'll have a quick look back first. Delighted, Shane, for joining us there this morning. Fair play to you. Shane, is that Brendan Cummins's jersey there as well? As long as that's one of your own, I take it. I, I tell you, I, I'm, I'm home home here today. The mother's mind in the smallies downstairs. The young lad is after burying a John Deere tractor into his sister's head there a while ago. I think. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But like all, like all our mothers, um, you know, whether they're here or not, whether they're not, but uh, my, my mother's a great woman. She kept all the jerseys, in fairness to her. So I have the first was her final we won 1008 against G-Dale for a bit of luck put up there. And uh, I did a swap with Cummins one day as well, because uh, in fairness, he's he's one of the greats. And to have one of his jerseys is, is a nice one. He has one of mine as well, whether, whether it fits him anymore, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I said we'd uh, throw him up in the background. I couldn't I couldn't get Simple Stadium uh, like uh, like TJ has the Gaelic round. So I said, I'll get the next best thing. And they're actually covering a signed Ryan Giggs jersey, which uh, which we won, which I won when I was a young lad as well. So <laughs> we have it all here, let's have it all. <laughs> yeah, it's all our best stuff. <laughs> uh, no, let's guess. Uh, the jerseys has been guessed since the pub reopened. You know, um, young lads know that they mightn't be from Tip at all, or they mightn't be from Kerry. You know, there could be local lads like I wouldn't know a lot of them. Obviously, out of the game for a long time, but a few Tip jerseys, and I suppose especially the the jersey from last year, the white and green one, uh, yeah. to commemorate Bloody Sunday, that has appeared a few times. And I just gone over and said, uh, "You served here." With a big serious face on me, like you know, <laughs> and the young lad has gone. Oh. Well, you won't be with that joke on you again. <laughs> you don't get laughing like him. all is okay again. <laughs> you had me there for a minute, Dale. <laughs> oh, it's been a good laugh, yeah, as well as doing that to Cork and Limerick ones as well, obviously. But uh, yeah, Shane, we, we did a bit of talk, and I suppose tough one to take for Antrim with all the progress they've made under Darren all, yeah. all year. Always a real banana skin, even you'd nearly have a half suspected that was likely to happen once it came down mm. to it you know so much momentum in the Dublin game whereas nearly you felt Leash were getting ready for this match all year in some ways and of course yeah. with Cheddar as well they delivered on the day yeah that's it I suppose look I was, I was lucky to be at it Dalo um, self and Parik were on duty and uh, it's one of those ones going up and it's knockout hurling and it's Leash and Antrim they're very fairly well matched that you know it was going to be exciting anyway um, if nothing else, mm. and by Jesus, it was, it was 
it was a great match to call now. And geez, I don't think I'll ever tip Antrim to win a match again. Jesus Christ, they've lost the last two matches now. And I'd say, I'd say to one advisor, the only good call I made uh, in the last couple of weeks, I says, I rang the mother after I got the vaccine to say I wasn't too bad after it. And, and she was happy enough with that. That's about the only good call I've made now. But, uh, you could have knocked a couple of days out of that. I uh, could have had, yeah, I could have had, no, but... Uh, no, like I, I just thought, just talking to the boys even beforehand there, Dale, just thought the leash boys just, just went out and they hurled. And I suppose we've all been involved or are involved with teams and you have tactics and you have boards and everything. But I think it was just a matter of they really, really wanted to win that game. I think it was 500 days or something since they won a championship match, Dale. I could be wrong now with that uh, uh, since yeah. they, they last won a championship game. And they went away from what they did against Wexford. They, there was no no sign of a sweeper or a second sweeper, you know, for a majority of the game. And I think uh, a testament to them to their work rate and their hunger and everything on the day was I'm saying to the boys as well, down to 13 men there at one stage in the second half. And I think Leash actually outscored Antrim three points to one or three points to two in that period. And it just showed the desire they had. They, they had to play with three forwards for that time because they had to. The two Ross King was gone off. Um, they had um, Sean Downey was in the sin bin at the time for for the penalty, and so they had to drop a guy back to midfield. And then they they try and curtail it as well. Now Antrim had the wind. Antrim had the wind. Mm. The two extra players, six goal chances in the second half, but the Leash boys just stood up, and it was because all their big players had massive games from. And even Podge Delaney, Podge Delaney yeah. started the match instead of Picky Maher. He had a massive game from. He chipped in with three points from play from wing back. Uh, Jack Kelly was brilliant midfield, three points. Paddy Purcell, we've seen Paddy Purcell like what he got 2 2. Chad Wire, you know, Willie Dunphy, Ross King, silly second yellow. He was very disappointed with himself getting sent off, you know. And PJ Scully was brilliant, scored two sidelines. He scored seven frees, points from play. And I think that was the difference, Dale, like that they, all their big players had massive games. Now they were absolutely flat after it. And I'd say they've done nothing, only been in ice bats or been in rivers for the week since. And it's it's hard going on and out to go again down to Nolan Park against Waterford. But the Antrim boys will be killing them. I, I went out to Darren just for a second. I, I know no one really wants to talk, you know, when you after a loss like that. He was devastated. And um, I just feel when he looks back on the, the video again, he'll see so many goal chances but, but Roland stood up and even the penalty from McManus I don't know did you get to see it Les? he hit it to the right side of Roland for him to save it they went up the field there and they got a point and it was massive but yeah fair play to the leash Thanks, they'll be on a high but it's a hard one it's a hard one from now after going through that the other day and just seeing Mount Eliza down cramped to try and get in but look I think I think it's a win-win for them they've, they've done what they really want to do in Stanley McCarthy so fair play to Cheddar and, and all of them for, for doing that like yeah, like, and that's that's the way you, you'd look at it, Mark, as well. They had a lot of injuries all year and you never felt they got a chance to get rolling. Maybe so when Antrim were at their best, maybe in April, that kind of thing. You know, they had all their players beat clear, mm. drew to Wexford, yeah. great account of themselves in one part. Leash were nowhere near full strength, so possibly the timing just came right for them and, and they get to stay in it. It did, but uh, like it came right in a short period of time, Anthony, which was a bit of a... Which was look, I I think there's a bit of um, I won't say look, look is the wrong word, but I think Shane touched on it earlier on, like that um, the players seemed to take over the dressing room after the Wexford game because they were very, I suppose they were badly stung and they were embarrassed. They played played nearly thirteen or fourteen players behind the ball and still conceded a monumental score to Wexford. So I think it was basically there was a how old between the management and the players that they were going to go fifteen and fifteen. And if they were going to be beaten, they didn't want any tactics. They didn't want anything complicated. 
was just a case of going and have a go off of it. And that's the way they played. Um, and you know, the funny thing is that when players sometimes get a bit between their teeth, they seem to get an extra energy out of nowhere. And it's something that you'd always love out of the good teams in my own county in particular as well, like that, that they give it their all, that they die in their boots for you. And that's what Leash I thought brought to the game, Anthony. And I'm a bit disappointed about Antrim because Antrim's form was excellent in the league. They got five points. Leash scored no points in the league. And Leash are still in the, the Lee McCarthy. You know, right are Antrim going out of the Lee McCarthy for next year, are they? Yeah. yeah. But if, if they can compete in, in the National League, they can't in the Division 1. Yeah. Like that, that's a fair kick in yeah, the for a, a team that got a, five a, points in the league. Like. Yeah, yeah, but there, there's a good chance. Am I right in this, TJ? Maybe you might know that if they win the John McDonough again, they'll get the shot. Um, they come back into in the again. Ireland preliminary quarterfinal or the quarterfinal proper, is it? Yeah, under the I, old round robin system, like under the old round robin system, yeah. That's that's yeah, if if things come back to normal. Things come back to normal, so which you'd be kind of hopeful they would at this yeah. stage. Yeah, so look, might be all doom and gloom for, for the Antrim lads, and, and they will have the experience of playing. I think you're gonna come <laughs> up the levels, you have to play that division one hurling, like, and correct, even if you take the beat and help. that kind of thing. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's it. Good bit of underage action as well, lads. I suppose it'd be remiss of me not to mention my own county's 40 point hiding last night uh, at the hands of the Rebels. Um, special Cork team, I believe, Mark. You know, obviously, right. team's I, not I, right with that their yeah. team and and some of the structures yeah. at underage. I mean, to, I think it might be a massive wake up call, all up too call. late, maybe in some ways, but I mean, it's it has to begin somewhere for Claire. And, and putting yeah. proper leadership and guidance down at that level. Uh, there's been good work going on. I know that because I know the few lads involved, but it's very much without a structure, you know, various, mm. the 15s, the, 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 you know, whatever, the 16s, the 17s, kind of all working away themselves. And that can't, that has to be joined up thinking. And and that, yeah. and that is the only, that's my experience in Limerick now. I wouldn't be familiar with yeah. the Cork setup, but obviously this Cork team, I think two years ago, won the 15A and 15B, I think, and maybe 16, 16. last year, did they? 16 uh, and 16. They won the under 14, yeah. they won the under 15, and then they split the panels, uh, A and B, and the under 16, they won both competitions. But look, we've, we've heard that for the last decade about good teams coming yeah. through, and you, you know you know that you were involved in the team to play against Shane Kingston's team. Now, I know like, they'd beaten Limerick in the first round, and then got, that got beaten in the semi-final. But I think Shane broke his leg in between. He was a big loss. Mm. Uh, I was involved in the team that went down the line, down, went down the stretch with the, the great Limerick team, I suppose. They went to the All-Ireland final with the Keane Lynch, Ronan Lynch, Tom Morrissey, Shami Flanagan, Sean Flynn, Colin Ryan, Andrew Lukushkov's Grove. Like, 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 that was just an unbelievable... Like, we went toe-to-toe with them in the Gaelic rounds. We lost Shane O'Brien to concussion after five minutes. Darren Casey broke his ankle after 20 minutes and we missed the penalty <laughs> midway through the second half. We were up two points. So, like, there's... Like we've had lots of good teams, and I would also say our minor footballers for the last. Kerry won five minor under minor All Irelands, and the subtotal of the defeated margin over the five games was seven points for Cork Minors. And I think on three occasions they were beaten by a point, and two occasions they were beaten by two points. So we and we've never come out on the right side of any of those results, but. I'd say big con- like this is a good minor team, but like it all goes down to the Limerick game the next day because that's what opens up the championship. And I think they are the two probably the two best teams around. Seemingly, that's that's the situation. But look, 
you know as well as I do, young fellas, like Kilkenny and Galway will come, like Galway have won four All-Irelands in a row, lads, at minor level, like that's just phenomenal. So, mm -hmm. and Kilkenny, seven points down in that match and to come back and nearly draw the game at the end, just incredible. So look, it's a great win, Dalo, but look, major concern that there's such a gap between Cork and Clare at minor level last night. So, I suppose, mm. look, there's a lot of good men in Clare that will be looking in and saying, is, like, we've got to, like, it's a game like that sometimes puts the shots across the county to say, listen, we need to pull the finger out here and do something. Yeah, just going by social media last night, there was just, you know, and I, I had more technical difficulties last night trying to pay my bloody fiver uh, to get the thing, um, to get my password even. I couldn't, I've, I've paid 25 quid for this GA Go crack, but that wasn't on that, so then it's, I was looking for a password and I couldn't get it. And then the next thing was on anyway. And I switched on Clare FM and it was six points to nil to Cork. And I said, do you know what? I might hold on to my old fiver. But I had Tommy Gifoyle and I had um, Silo Connor, the Clare FM commentary team. And I've never heard Tommy as probably straight out after the game. Like he said, there's two prominent Clare GA officials yeah. sitting down below me here, he said. And uh, I hope... They're looking at this and feeling the pain, I think, you know, and possibly a bit of shame as well that they've kind of overseen that how we could get to that level. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't but be I, familiar Dilla, enough. You know what, maybe Dilla, that's my own shame, you know. But they'll pick it up on that. Like, I don't think they'll have any shame at all, right? And I tell you why. Because they'll go back into the bunker today and they'll say, ah, that was an exceptional cock team. And sure, look, we mm. knew that this clear team wasn't great since under 14. And they'll pass it over like water under a bridge. And it's up yeah, to you yeah. and the likes of the delegates now to step up. You have a lot of shenanigans going on in your county and you know where they lie. And you'll have to step up to the plate, your delegates, as far as I can there's a, there's, a, there's a new swath of grass required inside in your county. It's a... There is. There is. There's no doubt about that. And I've you could, on this show and in my articles, I've called for... Time to go for some people in Clare, unfortunately. And we need fresh blood, fresh thinking, and we need a good structured. You need to call it whatever you like. Limerick called it an academy. I don't know if anyone yeah. else, you know, you can call it whatever you like, but you need a good, like, look at Galway. How many All Irelands is that in a row? Uh, is it four, four in a row now? Four in a row. And who's, who's to say they won't have a fair record again, as you said, Mark, you know. And Shane, you, you'd, yeah. you'd have been involved closely with TIP the last few years. The, the, the structures are strong, like. Yeah, they're, they're good, like, yeah, they're good underage and good good lads over the teams. And, you know, I think what Tip have done well now in the last few years is bringing kind of a lot of former players even, you know, that the, maybe a lot of the lads would, would, would know hurling from Tip, you know, they would have been maybe 12 or 13 or 14 and the lads, some of the lads would still have been hurling with Tip and they're coming in and you kind of have that respect thing there straight away from them. And then you're bringing in guys like who maybe hadn't hurled for Tip but are very, very well-renowned coaches. I, I mean, even the setup this year now for Tip is... James Woodlock is the manager, like, you know, and a lot of them lads would have seen James Woodlock and know the passion he brings to it. Conor O'Brien, former tip hurler, former All-Ireland winner, fierce, passionate guy. My own brother, Cormac, he, he never played for Tip Retton, but he's he was involved with Mary Eye there. He won a couple of Fitzgibbons and, you know, another guy, Damien Ryan from Portrow. So, like, they've, they've a really good setup. And you know what? They're all they're all young, like, you know, they're all young lads. They can maybe relate better to, to the younger lads, you know, maybe with all due respect to lads maybe who are in their... You know, maybe in the 50s or 60s, you know, maybe they find it hard to relate to maybe a 16 or 17 year old, which is what we're dealing with now. We're dealing with kids like, you know, and mm. the, the boys can relate to them better and maybe understand. And maybe they're I even found myself with the minors last year. They might be more forthcoming with problems they have off the field as well. But like, I mean, 
tip you know while while the structures are good i suppose and all that i suppose we you know we'd we'd like to push on and get a win you know we we played a very good limerick minor team last year we we thought they were brilliant and went to extra time in the gaelic grounds in december there and then we seen what galway did to limerick like especially in the last quarter and you're like geez lads even talking to lads i was involved with like one like how far off it are we like we we can't beat limerick and, and limerick are conceding three seven in a quarter against this team so Maybe, you know, maybe you just have to swallow your pride sometimes, Dalo, and maybe regardless of how strong a traditional county you are, maybe you have to look elsewhere to see, right, who, who's winning at the moment? Who's the best group at the moment? Well, like for me in Munster at minor level, it, it is probably Limerick. Like they're one of the stronger teams, you know, and, and Cork will always have good hurlers, Mark, as you know, at that level. But Limerick for me are, are doing things right. So you need to kind of say, let's take, take a leaf out of their book and then look at what Galway are doing. You know, what, whatever Galway are doing, is it just because they have phenomenal talent? It can't always be that, lads, in my opinion. They have to have good structures up there. And as you said, call it what you want, Dale. Good academies, good lads involved with the teams. See Fergal Healy involved there the last two years as well. You know, good lads, good heads on their shoulders. And obviously, look, if you don't have the, the, raw, the, the, the raw talent, you know, whatever. But, I mean, you need a good structure there and try and get lads to, to push on, you know, like Tip, Tip had a good win last night against Kerry, like, you know, but I suppose Kerry, uh, talking to people about it, I think a few of the lads chose the football this year that were underage still for the hurling from last year. We would have played them last year and they, they were good. Um, but like, look, the Tip lads will be, will be delighted with the win and, and they'll push on now. But look, I I, I tweeted last night, Dale, I suppose, look, uh, as, as, a hurling as a hurling person, you know, I, you just don't want to see a group of young lads get bet by 40 pints because, I mean, like, it'll make them think then the next time they'll, if they want to pull on the Clare jersey over their head, whether it's with a football or a hurling team. And you just you just don't want to see that for, for, for any young group of guys. Like. Yeah, it's it, and especially now, to add to it, lads, we're dealing with under-17s. Do you know, real children really like, you know, uh, we all remember being minors, but, you know, we were 18 and probably chancing a pint. And, you know... We, we we knew a bit more about the world, I, I think, and, and that's what I'd be hoping that that's your right. That what you said, Shane, is they're not scared, and that I'll just go back, like to you know, I headed up that Limerick Academy for Joe McKenna, who was the real head of it. And again, you know, great to hear that Joe's on the mend, and um, um, the three strength and conditioning men I dealt with as the current one, Dara Drug, you know, would have led in the Piercey All Ireland Club and has been involved in Nina and. Top, top man was the minor strength and conditioning coach this year. Uh, before him, <clears throat> I dealt with Mikey Kiley, who's now um, Limerick strength and conditioning coach. And before him, the other man I dealt with in, in year one was Carbert Carlon, who is now the Tipperary strength and conditioning senior coach. So, like, there are standards and standards. And I suppose, look, what I've seen in Clare, and I leave it this because I don't want to make it too much about Clare, but it is a funny morning. Um, like there is goodwill towards Clare Hurland, there is money out there. Club Clare have shown that in a few short months since March, what they could raise with just contribute voluntary contributions. Okay, you got your membership badge, you got a little gear pack, and a golf classic. And there is money out there, but people are not willing to give it to our current county board, unfortunately. Um, so we we need change, and you know I leave yeah. it at that. And ho hopefully, people are listening to clubs. But they you like. From the outside, it, it, like you would think in Clare, right, that a very simple and straightforward start way would be for someone to talk to you who has experienced something in the county that has worked and say, like, what are they doing that we could do? What would suit Clare? Not, not, not that what's happening in one county would suit another county, but at least it'd be a good starting point. 
to be fair, like we 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 did something there with Kildare. I was up in our own Stapleton. Like Kildare's efforts, and that was rewarded last week. <clears throat> is what they are doing, right? Like they, they're pushing the boat out, right? There's clubs like I'm involved in board and all you guys now myself, as I said lots of times before, right? But we have some form of a plan. We're trying. We're, we're struggling for numbers at times, which are trying to make sure that you're putting a structure in place that'll carry you to have a senior team down the road, right? It is critically important, right? Like. St. Flannan situation, like they won the Arctic Cup, so there's obviously players there, right? So, like, what are all the clubs doing? Like, there's obviously good players there, what Clare Senior team are producing. So there's definitely a missing link. There's no doubt about that. And rather than beating this to death and saying we should be doing, we should be doing this, like, it is vital for counties. That are like, let, let's be fair about it. They're not seen as traditional counties, like, let's say, Limerick and Clare, right? That we have to be planning to say, right, we have to make sure that we're at least competitive with these. You don't have to measure winning Munster or Ireland titles, but you've got to get yourself to semi-finals or finals and at least measure up to these guys. And that should be well within the capabilities of, of, of our type of counties. And that's disappointing. It's disappointing for everyone mm. that's going, that's working at Clare. I know some of the people there, I know like Sean Dyle was involved with us before, like doing great work in, in underage. And as I said, if you look at what's going on in Galway, like what's going on in Cork underage now, like get left behind very quickly and nobody likes to see what happened last night the one thing i will say is and i know this was briefly touched on during the week the the final between galway and kenny on saturday which was last year's final which actually meant that the guys were under 18s or minors right i probably would be one of the ones in favor of bringing it back to under 18. it definitely is a better game it's more physical it just is a better game to watch and there's nothing to, to, to kind of say against the under 17s, it's just better. They're like really better prepared for it. I have been involved in under 12, 13, 14, 15, 17 teams myself in the past, and there are days when it goes against you, the heads go down, and then you get a result like what happened last night. That can happen, unfortunately, in underage hurling. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. And I'd be, I'd be, I agree with you with the 18, and I think majority of students now, I, well, I can only go by what's local here now, would, would be doing transition year, do you know, yes. and are. They're kind of and, and, their minor year is nearly coinciding with their transition year, which is fantastic. Correct. Like and 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 a lot of the leaving subs now, Anthony, are nineteen years of age. They've gone over the That's eighteen it. year, and that was a big concern that parents had that their kid was training three nights a week with the cock minors or whatever minor team they were involved with, and it was taken away from their studies. But they, I think the J missed the trick that for the last ten years the age limit has moved out to leaving subs to nineteen years of age. The change has come a decade too too late, like, and it needs to be reverted back up to under eighteen. I would suggest, you know. Okay, obviously got some tremendous games as well. I mean, Tip and Watt for Monday night was was a treat for anybody. It was just brilliant, brilliant stuff. Um, and we're going to get loads more of those in the next few weeks. And the more we can watch, the better as well, which is fantastic. Um, and the more people that'll begin to get in to those games, I suppose. As we we look ahead and we we start. <coughs> Uh, what? Uh, Looking ahead. Uh, well, what are you to say? No, did you not forget what happened on Saturday night? Uh, no, not, well, that's, oh, that's, we're oh, week on now. We only want the current week. The, fam- like, the famine mean? is over, Dale. Yeah, you know? yeah, I know. I and we'll see. And I tell the brothers fought the acres of hay. Now he flapped it on Monday, right? We'll be we'll be stoking it there now on Saturday for doing nothing. Make yourself available now. We've we've an all Ireland in the bag, and the sail the hay will be fairly saved this weekend. So. Just to yeah, give a shout out to the under twenties and uh, Pat Ryan and his management committee for the fantastic win. But I will say this: if Cork didn't get the start that they got, the, the result mm. could have went another way. I was very impressed with I was impressed with both teams on the night. 
And you know what? It was a pleasure to sit down and watch two teams going at it, hammers and tongs, with a, with a whole pile of tactics and a whole pile of hand passing going on and shot flicking. It was really enjoyable stuff to see uh, two Holland teams, I would say, without the malaise of tactics that is going on at the senior level at the moment. And I was sitting beside a couple of Dublin fellas, and they were delighted with the lads, disappointed with the, how the result went, and disappointed how, I suppose, they were one fourth to no score down early in the game, but thrilled how they stayed in the game. And I think Cork got a, say, I won't say a fortuitous goal, but Brian Roach carried the ball a fair bit and floated the party power got a goal. It could have it been a free out, I suppose, at the point, and it was a crucial score. That probably set Cork on his way to, to win it. So, John, just that. Yeah, but a lot from, of the work that has gone on at underage is great to see it, you know? Yeah, from and, and I will say this as well, that, you know, and I'd be having a wish for Dublin there and that with Paul O'Brien doing great work. And I'd say their minors are fairly good as well this year. So, um, it was nice to see, you know, some of the names that I've seen who have met heartbreak coming up along the Roaches and the Connerys and, and, and the Barretts and, you know. Getting right. there, uh, all Ireland medals, yeah, kindly. And well, he wouldn't have featured as much as a lot of those fellas now up along no, in the minors. He did, he, no, yeah, but, but like, they it, have it, had a lot amazing. of heartbreak in, on the big day, yeah. haven't they? Those lads, which are Con- so. Connery, his last three all Ireland medals, like his last the minor and two under 20s, uh, 21 in the 20s. So it was great, and mm-hmm. he played very well. He got two or three points from, from half back. Um, but a there's a really there's... great picture of him in the examiner, uh, the final whistle, and just pure emotion, like. To turn right. off when you, lo- right. you lose a good bit. And beyond about winning and losing, lads, at underage, that bit of losing doesn't do any harm either, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Creating a bit of hunger. Like, you often you say that yeah. about Limerick, and, and they didn't yeah. win. They didn't really win no. many minors. Like, and, but if you're bringing forward quality guys, that's what it's more about from my point of view, you know? And you're creating that. They're looking at other counties winning. I hear what Shane said earlier, and I'll win every swap, and it's no harm. You know, just to keep it in the psyche, but I just think sometimes yeah. we can we can uh, over overthink the winning thing, and when the wins do come, then and hopefully they're at senior level, we we appreciate them all the more. Um, yeah. But no, a nice, well done, Mark. Uh, wasn't going to let the day go without saying that, um, but um, I wanted to let you stew there for small. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to hand it over to you, Andy, like. <laughs> Oh, you made me fight for it. All right, fair play. Let's we, we go backwards on the weekend. We'll start at the finish, which is the, the Sunday game, obviously, which is the Munster Hurling final, which is fantastic day, obviously. Um, steeped in tradition. How many thousand? 18,000 allowed, is it? No, I think only six or seven, I think. Oh, oh, sorry, myself. sorry, it's 18, 18 in the, at the Leinster. 18 for Leinster, yeah. TJ, you're yeah. sorted again for the couple of tickets, yeah. I did, I did, I did. I'm getting well up to after the moment. I can't complain. So yeah, I will be down in Cork and the, the forecast is good. Um, looking forward to it. Traffic won't be too bad. I was down in Cork there last week and there's a lot of work going on. I've done kettle markets a little bit slow, but I'm sure you'll be able to handle six or seven thousand people easy enough. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. I was said I was saying to Shane there, I'd be I'd be a little there'd be a little bit of concern. I think that there's there's plenty of scores in this tip forward line. I'm Delighted to be going because I can see what is Tommy and Liam going to come up with this time. I think they probably have two choices there over here, and I was saying this to Shane beforehand. Is Tip's approach going to be system? As in, are they going to come up with a system at the back where they're going to try and defend collectively as a unit and kind of maybe mark the space? Or are they going to do a little bit of a cork here, right, where they go, right, 
Carl uh, Barrett, you have Peter Casey. I was saying to Shane, this the six ideally. Carl Barrett picks up Peter Casey. Paddy Maher possibly picks up Shane Flanagan. Maybe Barry Heffernan could follow a head go around the pitch. Ronan Maher maybe on a Galan. Uh, Seamus Kennedy, let's say, follow Tom Morrissey everywhere. And then I'm sure that if it was in their head that Liam would have rang Brendan Maher maybe some time ago and said, Brendan, I have a babysitting job coming up for you here. Uh, Keno for the Munster final and you can go everywhere with him inside outside midfield like that's going to be the intriguing piece for me every team has their style and their system tip have tweaked it for opposition here and there so for me that's the first piece of the jigsaw that I'm going to be intrigued with what do you think I think um, you could be right you'd have to look at the way the successes that Cork had you'd also yeah. have to look at the failures they had and and still how Limerick finished and all that and um you might be right I I just be worried now and what you said there I would say if I'm a tip supporter out there now the way don't get me wrong now one of the hurlers I've admired the most in the last twenty years is is Boris is Brendan Maher he's he's been some man and the year they went on the, the the run to the club final God I marvelled at him all together that year but just taught against Clare he looked. Leggy off the pace a little bit, and Keen Lynch might be a big ask. No, of course, come at the hour, come at the men, maybe, and uh, especially coming off a bad game anyway. The, and it wasn't bad, maybe, but a bit off his norm. A lot of the great players didn't are able to up it because they, they don't want to be ever having two bad games. And so maybe, maybe there's a good bit in your thinking. Um, would you think up up front? The, your own backs like on their forwards and obviously we get chance take on it as well and, and myself and Mark would, what about worries there what about you know just you'll, you'll stick will you Some, I, I tell you interesting one there I'm just on an old WhatsApp page and there's, there's actually a bookie on it he, he's a book professional book he's a he works for a big bookmaking chain and he says Ginny lads uh, any news on team selections I see Limerick are slightly drifting here for Sunday, I, I didn't hear anything in here, Rob. I said to him, you know, but um, maybe it's just the nature of things, you know, the way they go the week of the match. But um, the other end, you wouldn't be worried. Like, Cork still ah. created goal chances. There was goal chances right through the league against G. Um, overall, like, would you be would you be as confident as you would maybe this time last year? Uh, no, this time last year, obviously, we were locked down, but. Just, there was something about them when, as soon as we saw them there was a ruthlessness I didn't really see that against Cork I thought maybe it was just Dirty Diesel um, yeah possibly, overall what's your take yeah I would say that um, up front I think we're going to see one change I actually think Dan Morrissey will start Dillo, I think that he will be picking up Shamie Canlan like, and I thought Shamie was excellent the last day no, right? so that will probably give him a 50-50 call between Richie English and Barry Nash and whoever loses out is going to be a little bit unlucky there that looks like and feels like what's going to happen of course, I'd be concerned. And I said at the top, I'd be slightly fearful. There's goals in that tip forward line. I thought Shamey was excellent in his game and his management and bringing fellas into the game the last day. I thought that was a little bit of a different role than we've seen before. Jason Ford's going well. It's impressed enough with Jake Morris. Um, I suppose the big one for like Bubbles was definitely good the last day. And maybe Shane might just touch on this. I think the big one for Tip in the Munster final here would be the form of the McGraths. Now, a little bit just like what you said about Brendan Maher, how can somebody like me question the form of somebody like a Noel McGrath or a John McGrath or whatever, right, in everything that they've done and they've just been so majestic. But just haven't been hitting the, maybe the, the, the heights that they have done before. I think Tip will need big games from the two of them. That's, of course, if they start. 
And I'm just wondering, is there anything Shane might be able to just throw on here on, on, on the Barbie that is there something here that's going to come at us that maybe we touched on in the league or saw something, or is there a player that he could see playing the Munster final that could be a little bit different? But I would be a little bit fearful. I think there's goals in that tip forward line. They went for goals. They made a difference against Clare. And, yeah, the battles are going to be intriguing. I don't want to see Limerick's style and the way Kinnerk is set up defensively. I don't want to see that changing. So Sheedy and Tommy don't have plenty of experience of playing against it now. So, again, to set up everything that's coming at us will be intriguing to see early doors here. Shane? Mm. Yeah. yeah, look, tip going very bad, lads. Uh, we'll be lucky to have it up. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be lucky to have a to have a bus to get us down to Cork. Right, that's that's how bad things are going at the moment. No, look, listen, I think you're you're spot on, lads. I go on the Brendan thing. Just touch on it. Uh, for me, it wouldn't be Keen Lynch, TJ, just for the reasons like Dalo said there. I just don't know, Brendan. He's given so much. He's done so much. Coming back from the injury. You know, a couple of years ago, he did a massive man-marking job in the in the run-up to the in the All Ireland. You know, even Antony down in Ennis today, up in Crow Park as well. It's two years, like you know, it's it's been two years since, and time moves on for everyone. I just, I just don't think he he might have it in the engine to do to do a job, McKean Lynch. Now he's done, he's proven us all wrong so many times. He could do it for me. He would be more suited to a Galan type player, and I thought he did a really good job in Galan two years ago in the Munster final uh, inside the Gaelic grounds. Um. You know what's what's the matchups going to be? I think you know Carl Carl Barrett could could maybe as as you said TJ earlier maybe pick Peter Casey because I suppose Limerick might want to target Paddy as trying to pull him around the place like like David Reed and Ian Galvin did for a while there in in the game. Um, hard to know like who who's who's the man for for, for Hago? It's it's hard to know. I suppose you you said maybe maybe Barry Heffernan because you know he he would play out the field for for his club Nina and. Wouldn't be too much in bother if he did end up at the opposite 65 or inside the opposite 65. Would be comfortable on the ball. And we've seen him pop over a few points as well. So I think the matchups are, are, are intriguing. To to touch on the McGrath's thing, I think Noel McGrath is probably one of the, probably go down one, he will go down as one of the greats of Tipperary Hurling and Hurling in general. His wrist work, what he did personally to come back from, you know, the cancer scare he had and everything, and just an all round top guy. I think now. Now, for me, Noel McGrath is, you know, like in the rugby lads, when you get to a certain stage and you take off the front row. For me, that's Noel McGrath now in hurling terms in regards 50, 55 minutes and you get fresh legs in and you finish the game. Now, why would you start Noel McGrath rather than bring him on? I think Noel McGrath is always better starting. When the thing is a bit tight, his hurling gets him out of positions. That when the thing opens up a bit more, that's where he might be caught a bit more with pace or with legs and things like that. So I would always say start the Noel McGrath's of this world because of his hurling. And, you know, and if it's a thing after 50, 55 minutes, he's gassed, you know, which he seemed to be even the last day against Clare, but would have got on a lot of ball. You know, then Noel comes out and you have maybe an Alan Flynn or Willie Connors to come in. It's just not happening for John at the moment. His confidence is it's probably down around his boots at the moment. He's, you know, he's, he worked so hard. He did work really hard the last day, but I suppose John McGrath's job for tip probably isn't to work really hard. John McGrath's job for tip to make a big difference is probably getting three or four points or maybe nipping in with a goal every now and again. So it's hard to know if, if John will start even. I, I, I it's, it's, it's hard to know with that. Like, you know, um, I thought Shamey worked savage hard the last day. And I, I do, I do think Dan Morrissey will start as well. I think they'll have a fair battle between the two of them physically, two massive players. And, you know, what Shamey did. You know, he scored 1-1. The goal is very fortuitous. Went to the wrong side for Avery Quilligan. But, you know, worked very, very hard. And, 
you know, a big, big day for Jake Morris now. You know, I think uh, nominated Young Hurler of the Year last year, three points the last day, worked hard, got on a lot of balls. So a big day for him because he probably is going to end up marking the best cornerback in the business at the moment. And Barrett might not like me saying that. He's very close to it, all right. But Sean Finn is the real deal. He's number one. And anyone, and I would, I would, I would fight with anyone to say that, that he's not. And if Jake Morris can break even with a Sean Finn, TJ, I think it goes a long, long way for Tipperary. But interesting matchups all over the field. You know, the fact we could be here all day talk about it, I know, but I was just looking at there. Played 73 times, tip 137, Limerick 26. We drew 10. I was involved in two of those draws in 2007. <laughs> uh, Babs was over us, and uh, geez, I, got a, I, I got a shoulder off Brian Geary, by, and I tell you, I nearly had to go into an oxygen, t- oxygen tent after in the old dressing room beside the Gaelic rounds. Geez, I wasn't well for a couple of weeks, and bangers was following me around. Mike Bryan from Glenru. By Jesus, I knew all about it after. I tell you, it was some learning experience for me. I had bruises on top of bruises, but like... I was talking to someone during the week, lads, about Limerick, and uh, I'll let you all jump in then, but I think the greatest compliment, this fella's a really good hurling fella, and he just sent me a message and he said, the greatest compliment you give this Limerick team is when they have the ball, there's 15 players to call on, and when they don't have the ball, there's 15 players to call on. And he said, that's the greatest compliment you can pay any team. Every Limerick player is prepared to work, and when the team don't have the ball in possession, then every Limerick player has the moral courage to take the responsibility and use the ball correctly. And I know that's a long one there, but I think that's the greatest compliment you can give this Limerick bunch at the moment. 15 lads on the field want the ball when they don't have it, and 15 lads are calm on the ball when you do have it. And the other thing for me, TJ, and the rest of you lads is, when John Kiley looks over his shoulder, he has five or six guys he can really, really trust who have done it on the big day. And all due respect to all the tip lads at the moment, we just don't have that. Because whether the lads haven't got on the chance to do it or not, we just don't have the same bench. We don't have the same impact. If it comes down to 2021 20, players, you know, it's very hard to see it. And like, I don't think, I don't think there's ever been less expectation in tip lads for a Munster final as this year. And I know you mightn't believe me, but that's the way it is. A lot of people are saying, let's just go down and get a performance because we haven't bet you in the big game, TJ, since 2016, Munster semi final. You're a shadow of a team. You were a shadow of a team compared to what you are now in 2016 in the semi-final in Munster yeah. and uh, that's that's it for me we just hope it perform but uh, does, does hopefully matter, hopefully we get the match does it matter as much Shane now we'll say we we are steeped I suppose in winning Munster finals if we could uh, thought I'd never win one but we were lucky enough and I suppose that you, you just hit it at the right time TJ and you know winning Munster finals was just you know, it was as big a day almost as the All-Ireland like yeah. nearly bigger in our eyes because we wasn't all Ireland's we were losing to was Munster finals constantly mm. like in 19 let's say we said it I know the draw probably walked their way and leash causing a shock um against Dublin but like by the Monday morning when Liam Sheedy knew his path to possibly being there in all Ireland final day did the Munster final you know which normally we lose a Munster final it takes us a week to come around in our heads does it, it doesn't matter as much at all, no? I think it does. I think that if you ask Slim G or Kylie today, will they want to get a Munster Championship and get a medal and, and, and put another trophy on the table? I think they would. I think I think for Sheedy and Tommy Dunn, I think they'd love to get one over on this Limerick team. I think it would mean an awful lot. And to get a Munster Championship win as well. Maybe there's something in what you're saying in the bigger picture that like maybe at the end of the year people will just revert back and talk about the All Ireland. We have short memories at the end of the day, but 
Oh, geez, I'd say if you go to either dressing room this week now, they'll oh, I would say this this will mean a lot. They'll they'll, they'll want to get it. And the Mick Mackey Cup. It's only be Monday, I suppose you'll think about that. Like. Yeah. And it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's the Mick Mackey Cup now, lads, I suppose. For a long, long time, it had no name. And I mean, if 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 you needed an extra 1%, and I, and I know we're always on about the the one percenters, I mean, to, to be the first team to bring home the Mick Mackey Cup, like back to, you know, with your hand, lads, being involved there and everything. I think that's a, that's a big drive as well. But like, if I just go back quickly, lads, like, for the last two, three big games, the games have between Tip and Limerick, lads, they've been played on Limerick's terms. And that's why I just feel there is a big performance in the Tip, lads. And I feel with the hurt from last year, even the Munster final of 2019, and, you know, we're here on the border, lads, you know, and a lot of people down in Newport, they would support Limerick. And they would be saying to us every time since, if we had beaten Kilkenny, we would have hammered you in the all Ireland final. And I was saying, right, uh, with, with my uncle and my aunt and the balls statement before, you know, but like, I mean, you didn't. So, but that's, that, that is there between Tip and Limerick too, to say maybe you wouldn't have won in 19. So I think all this coming together, lads, that there is a big performance in the Tip boys. I really hope it's coming on Sunday. If by, you know, take a lot of luck as well, that you beat Limerick in a Munster final, I would put the house on Limerick winning the All-Ireland final because Limerick will not lose twice this year, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the thread of what I've been saying as well. I don't think to be beat. I think it'll need to be semi-final or final to to, to knock him out of it. And uh, Mark, what's your take on it? It's, it bubbled yeah. up nicely. It was a good Munster championship yeah. and we're in yeah. for a great final, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I suppose I, I felt last year that Tip were really in bad. Like, Tip were in a good position coming in, playing against Limerick last year. And from the get-go, I think... Um, Keane Lynch going centre forward and Alan Flynn who was picked midfield to mark him that upset Tipperary's balance last year and they never recovered from it from the whole game and Limerick were well on top down and remember it was ferocious that was, the Kyle rain. that was the Kyle Hayes move as well before the match yeah, day that's right that's right yeah. that's right so like I, I thought Tip didn't handle that great last year and I suppose the MCD has had 12 months to think about that and I, I, I am expecting a big performance from Tip on Sunday and we're going to get a glorious day because the weather is massive and the pitch is absolutely fantastic uh, in Cork. Um, like uh, For me, Tip have the forwards um, to trouble any team because they have, I suppose, bearing Dan McCormack, I suppose, the five other forwards that they have are all scoring forwards. Every one of them with the ball in their hand uh, we, we won't give away you know, opportunities. They will score every one of them. And... I think I think it could be a very very high scoring game on Sunday as well. Now just coming back on the matchups, um, I think I think Cahill Ballard will pick up Casey, and I think Patrick Mayer will pick up Galen, and I think uh, Barry Heffernan will pick up Flanagan, and I think that would be a good matchup for Paddy Mayer and Galen because I think uh, Galen's not the quietest boy in the world, and um, Sean Dunne had a great game in him the last the last day, but I think Paddy Mayer wouldn't want a real speedster of a forward, so he wouldn't want a Pat Ryan. Or a Peter Casey marking them at any stage, I think. Um, but I do, I do believe Mayer will pick up Glenn. Out in the half back line, I don't. I, I, I think Seamus Kennedy actually is going to be picking up Keane Lynch, and I think they'll leave Ronan Mayer and Brendan Mayer uh, on the wings to be honest to pick up Tom Morrissey and and Hegarty. And to me, you know, you have to go with them. But like, I, I don't think Brendan for the points of, that Shane has already made would be suited to picking up Keane Lynch to be honest with us. Um, but I do think Seamus Kennedy could do that job for him. In the middle of the field, like Mikey Breen and Will O'Donoghue is going to be one of the matchups to me. Like if Tip will break even there, and Breen, to be fair to him, 
always pitches in with a couple of points in every match. Um, I think that's a massive um, plus for Tipperary if they can get the better of Will O'Donoghue. And I think I think Noel McGrath will do fine in the middle of the field on Sunday. I, I think I think the conditions will suit will suit Tipperary on Sunday now. Um, do I think Tip will win? Do you, Mark? I think it comes I, down like, to, I, I, hold on a sec now. The conditions and like it's promised to be anything up to 27, 28 degrees. And there's a lot of talk that you know that Liam has stuck with the tried and trusted and the men who were good to him and, and he was good to them by God. Yeah. And uh, and and will they suffer at at, at half four or four o'clock on, on, on Sunday they, in those conditions? They might. I, I, yeah. But the only thing I will say is when I look at Bubbles and I look at Noel McGrath, they are in super shape. I never saw Bubbles as fit looking as what I see now. And I think and Seamus Canlan looked very sharp as well the last and I know they're on the wrong side of top the years of age. But I just think that there's one kick in Tipperary. And I think this I think this could be Sheedy. I think this will be Sheedy's last year, in my own view. And you're right. And he's been very loyal to that panel of players. And I think it'll be the last kick for maybe four or five of the Tipperary players. And if they've anything in them, I think they'll deliver on Sunday. Now, saying all that, I think Limerick ran a drag with Cork. A lot of people in Cork are saying that oh, it was a great opportunity for Cork to beat him. But I think at any stage, if Cork came close to Limerick, Limerick could up the tempo and go on another bit. I thought it was a perfect situation for Limerick. They won by eight points, that's pulling up. And it never looked like Cork had the opportunity, no doubt about that. Like, but I don't know. I don't think Limerick were overly, or were overly extended against Cork, in my view. And I, I, think, I think they will improve for that game as well. But I think this could be a really, really good game on Sunday now. And I, I think... Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Tip won it, but I do. T- I think Limerick will win it in the end, is my own view. Mac, Mac, just on one thing you said there, right? Is I suppose when I looked at the defence, right, on your strategy there, like Ronan Maher and Brendan Maher at five and seven, right? Are, can you see the two of them doing a tour of 12, 13 kilometres with Tom and Garoel Hegarty, or do you see them? Sitting and holding five and seven. I think if they no, they'll have, have to. Well, I, I think they might do twelve or thirteen kilometers with the two boys, but it's up. They won't be doing sixteen or seventeen with Keen Lynch, like do you know. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, you know, I think to the to the lesser of both evils, and I think Brendan Maher's a better half back than a centre back as well, TJ. I think he's a quality half back. It might, might be. Do you think Shane is going to throw to you is like puck out strategy for Tip right in that half hour mm. line, like? Is there a possibility we could see Mikey Breen at 10? Would you go oh, and, yeah. and, and, I, and, and look at Kyle Hayes and say, Mikey, this is kind of hammer-to-hammer territory. Kyle is flying it. Could you tag it? Would that be mad? No, I, I think you definitely see Mikey Breen, uh, Mikey Breen at 10 or 12, just for that kind of ferociousness in the half forward like you know the Bonner is a massive loss like you know Niall Amara hopefully might tag out the next day he got his appendix out he didn't tag out against Clare the last day and he brings a savage work rate so but I think Mikey Breen brings that physicality that you actually could maybe go and, and put ball down on top of him whereas a lot of teams don't want to put ball on top of the year half back line TJ and rightly yeah. so because you've three man mountains there but I mean if you can match one of the man mountains with another mountain you know that that can hurl has speed you know and might be able to hold him up I mean Kyle Hayes is just phenomenal, like his attacking ability as well. Case in point, but, his goal against Cork. Shane, it has to be match him like for athletic ability. Is what I'm saying. But but it has to be Dan McCormack, surely, like on him, like yeah. But see, 
No, that's, but you've done McCormick, Mack, and Willow Donahue there already, so you can't have him everywhere. Like, no, I've Mike, no, no, I've Mikey Breen, I've Mikey Breen, okay, Mack, and Michael, Mack and Willow, no, no, <laughs> Mikey Breen for Willow Donahue and then McCormick at half forward. And Jason Ford has got to be on Dermot Burns because I don't mm. think Dermot Burns wants to be running around the place. And this is the point I made the last day. Cock got it wrong with Cahillan and 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 um. And Robbie Flynn, like, they were played in the wrong wins. Like, I mean, Cahillan should have been marking Kyle Hayes because he has that physicality, he has that running ability to go with him. I think Jason Ford would be well suited to be marking um, Dermot Bonds. And he, I think Jason Ford could be could pick up a lot of scores on Sunday off a breaking ball. He could, yeah. Dan yeah, McCormick for me is, is midfield anyway, lads. For me, Dan McCormick out around yeah. the middle there, that middle third, he got on an amount of ball, scored, clipped over two points there the last day as well. But... Like I think you're right, Mark, with the Jason Ford, Dimmer Burns. Dimmer Burns likes to sit. Maybe doesn't like to do a lot of running. Jason Ford would be similar. No. You know, they, they could have a right good battle there as well. To go talk about the puckouts thing, lads. 2019, I was looking at it. We went long 29 times, won five of them. Like, you know what I mean? There has to be some physicality up there. Even against Clare, we went long 26 times, only won 12 of them. Yeah. So there has to be, you know, mm. sometimes you're going to have to go long because Limerick, Limerick are so good at that press, TJ. That you know, when you if 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 you were diddery on the ball in the first few minutes, it's that swarm, like and you can hear the press call from all of them, press, press, press. Sometimes we are gonna have to go along and, and, and Barry Hogan, it's a massive game for him. Like, you know, his second championship game, you know, he's 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 keeping out a former all-star goalkeeper. Made a good debut now against Claire, I thought, but sometimes you're gonna have to go along. That's why I think you have you need a, a Mikey Breen type to just say, just get it down yeah. on top of him. If he doesn't win it, hmm. the boys might be there for breaks. That's why I'm agreeing. And, challenge, and, a, and a straight challenge to, to your forwards that when you do go along, can you not break the bloody ball? Do you know, you don't yeah. You don't yeah. have to be sticking up your hand with complete uh, 10% chance of winning it on Dermot Burns and Kyle Hayes. Get up your hurley at the last second, get it to ground, and then have the players swarming in. I, I thought yeah. Clare got good joy against Tip when, when they did that. Now, they were better working it through the lines, I will say. But when they did go along, when they, when they actually just got it to ground, like, you know, get it down. Get it down on the deck and flick it to, into space and run. You know, I think that's... A lot of teams should be looking at that. Um, there's an awful lot of hurlers in Ireland now sticking up their hand. <laughs> the Jesus hope the ball is going to come down with. Yeah. <laughs> I think what Shane just said there, I think I, I would say from the outside, looking to beat this Limerick team, I think you want to have to have a fair degree of success in your own puck out, whether it's primary ball or whether it's secondary ball. I think I think the stats that Shane called out there are clearing. The boys will know that. So whether it's a mix of short, middle, long, but look, in the modern game, we all know that you absolutely need an out ball every now and again, and Mikey Breen might just be the answer to that. I, I think we'll see him at some period of time. And I was saying, would if you were Sheedy Dale today, would you say, like, like as Tomas O'Shea said in the past about hammering the hammer, would you go down Kyle Hayes? Big challenge now, right? With Mikey yeah, Green, it's yeah. A, yeah it, it's a, if you can break that mould there, win one or two, like could that set something like the wheels in motion? Hmm. Yeah, I thought when yeah. like Ronan Maher sort of held his wing uh, on the clear on the clear now, right? So I'm just on, on about flooding the area and having more players in an area as well, right? Like Ronan Hill, so forever Quilligan looking up the field, you have to say, puck it down where your, your man has gone across. No, it's crowded. It's not easy win it. But you have an extra body there because Ronan has held his wing. And if you watch it a lot, Kyle Hayes is inclined to do that. And if you go back to this match last year below on the rain and Cork, 
Kyle stayed in his wing. Yeah. You know, and now they have enough faith in the O'Donnell who, uh, you know, um, Dara Donovan, Hannon, Horn's access there. But at the same time, if you can get a five on four over there and say to the boys, get the ball to ground, like last second, running, touchdown with your hurley, you know, and you have an mm. extra body around there, you should be able to get success at, at some level. And they're going to have to, TJ, you're right. They're going to have to get some level of a, a foothold. It might only be bringing it up from whatever, 20% up to 31 or 2%. But if, if you can do that, you're giving yourself some bit of a chance. Call could, it, could you, could you Could you see Dan McCormack and Mikey Breen both playing in the half-forward line? Mark Andrews said, likes a Dermot Burns and Kyle Hayes and go at him, physically go at him. The two of them? Could be no, some, some balls out of sheet if he did it. Mm, it would be. It would be. It would be a big call because you're taking some work rate out of the middle of the field there if you've Mikey Breen and Dan McCormick and over it. Like, especially Dan but McCormick. You'll end up with 35 puck out Shane over the course of the game. And if yeah. you could break even with Kyle Hayes and Dermot Buns, and you have the sniper of forwards that Tipperary have, like if they get onto breaking ball, they will punish you. Like. Oh, they will, yeah. But it's it's like what Cork did, Mark. You know, I suppose get the ball to a certain zone before you can deliver a quality ball in because you need to beat that half back line. If you're putting it down on yeah. top of them, they're going to mop it up. And then they have the opportunity, heads up, two buys in front of them if they want them, or if not, space in front of Gillan and Flanagan inside, you know. And that's and that's what's hard for teams against Limerick, in my opinion. That's the challenge for the boys, is it? That's what they'll be looking at. Uh, Matt Kyo, could he play a part, uh, Shane, maybe at a wing forward? Yeah, he, he, he like, kind of hasn't hasn't featured yeah, wasn't what wasn't called for action wasn't uh wasn't told to warm up or anything the other day i suppose the yeah. guy they looked uh, was dylan quirk dylan came on was very very nervous on the ball didn't miss a couple of jab lifts you know took a shot when he shouldn't was kind of forced to think so that's what i'm saying tj with the heat and everything you know we just don't have the same experience on the bench that 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 limerick do and you probably are going to need 19 20 bodies lads to get oh, you will, for sure sure on sunday and doesn't the heat kind of bounce up there off parky creep as well like you know it's you know, some pitches it goes in, but it kind of has that artificial feel that the heat nearly bounces up off it up to you. Like, and not anymore, you know, not anymore. No. After this. You, you, right, you'll be able to get stra- <laughs> strawberries and ice cream on the side, Shane, if you want them as well. Like, you know, <laughs> you, won't, you, you won't we'll be, be 19 hours trying to get out of it or get from yeah. the marina to the city. There's 7,000 people left go to that match at the weekend, seven, 7,000. That's the no, job. I, that's the I remember. I remember. I remember. He finally beat us, Shen, in 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 uh, two thousand. Um, yeah. And we had told this story on the pod before, but you might have heard it. But uh, there was no way the bus was moving anyway, and the heat was something cruel. So I remember saying to Lohan, "Come on, we'll walk up because the bit of grub was in the Imperial, and, and of course, a few pints and." Um, about four more followed us anyway, so the six of us were strolling up along, and next thing this. Uh, as I guess I would have said Holy Cross or somewhere you could hardly see out any window with Tipperary flags and bunting you think they'd be getting sick of being beaten by us at this stage now but they weren't obviously <laughs> but they let down the window anyway as they were passing and they met the stop and this lad with a straw hat you know the Tipperary straw hat with yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the, the hebe wrapped around and he says and now they're making you walk home we <laughs> 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 We all got a fit of laughing. Uh, Bear Lohan, I think. Everyone wanted to drag him out the window. But um, I said, we'll give you that one, boss, now drive on. <laughs> but, you know, the, the, the rivalry was at its best, and uh, he oh, would yeah. do that one. But no, uh, call it, lads. Ian Ward. TJ. Limerick for me. Yeah, Limerick. I, 
I, I, I think Limerick, I think it'll be tight. I think we're talking about maybe two, three, four points. I'd be fearful enough. I think the scores in this tip forward line, I'm going to be intrigued by the setup of tip, their puck out structure, their positioning of a couple of key players. Just are they going to do something similar to Cork? Like I said earlier on, is it going to be systematic? That's key for tip. And it has to work for them to keep them in the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for me, for me, Dalo, I, I, I think um, Shane or uh, John Kiley gave four forwards and Limerick a big wake-up call against Corky to come on off. I think there's a bounce-back factor for them. I thought Limerick played well within themselves against Cork. I think an improved performance and Limerick will get them over the line. Shane? Yeah, Hart, Hart says tip, but, you know, my, my, my head um, would say Limerick. Like the leash boys the other day, if you can get a massive game or your ma- or your biggest players, you have a real chance. But at the moment, that's that's what the feeling is in tip. We 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 have a chance. But look, I would say my my my, my head would say Limerick. Yeah, yeah, it's about 40-60, I suppose. Tip, like you know, it's sixty forty for Limerick. I would say I wasn't that impressed with Limerick the last day. I thought it was just the general flatness in the performance, and I thought you you felt there was another gear there, Mark. I thought Cork I did, yeah. had 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 a real chance at one stage, and they didn't really kick on and go for it. And I think if they don't up their performance big time, now yeah. you, your suggestions are very valid that they give them a kick in the pants and 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 they will play better. I think if they leave Tip in that scenario oh, around in, if, if Tip will kick for was, home. Yeah, if just Tip plays Limerick the last day and got the opportunity, I think Tip will probably beaten Limerick on that occasion. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised we saw extra time, lads, here on the weekend. Oh, I just I just that feeling that this could be tighter than people yeah. think. I, I, think I would lean would Limerick. in the game, lads? Pod, Pod and wire. Pod. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Okay. And a scrutiny and refs, obviously, now with all, all that has been going on the past week, which... Massive, yeah, but he's, massive, he normally yeah. can. He likes to let it go. I think so. Hopefully, look, yeah. a ref yeah. needs to be lucky as well, doesn't he? Oh that yeah. Th- there's no situation where he has to make a massive call. And you can be lucky, and games can be still tremendous without the ref being scrutinised that badly at all. And I think, hopefully, for his sake, um, that that's what we'll have. So look, look, massively looking forward to that Sunday. Won't be there. I'll be up, up in the RT studio watching. Uh, with Mr. Terrell, so we'll get a good look at it. But I'm luckily enough to be in Crow Park on Saturday night, so 18,000, so which is great. Um, and will you be also wearing a pair of socks? Oh, I will. Will you have a pair of socks? He's wearing them himself now, sure. He's wearing them himself now. Ass! Jackie, Ass he's wearing them himself now, he is. He is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's a big no, shock. Uh, not the final we anticipated, probably, lads. Um, we all thought Galway were nearly a shoe in to win Leinster, but uh, who's it? That young Lenders, who's it? <laughs> we've been, we've been, we've been this fella. Does he know this hate to be turned? Does he? Uh huh, James. Does he know this hate to be turned? Hello, Dad. Can't be on the tablet. He says, I can't be on the tablet at this hour of the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's right. He's right. <laughs> he knows I delayed him. Give him a wave. Give him a wave. <laughs> what what you know? cool, eh? Thank you. <laughs> Go on. Shoot. He's, he's watching, yeah, he's, he's, he's watching your screen. That was his tea break now, lads. He has to treat the mutuals out working every morning. By the they have the horses groomed and everything already, like, you know. The cool Good camp lads, is a big uh, plus this week, Dilla. Oh, cool camp is vital, I'd say. Cool all, camp. All three are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair play. That's the stuff. That's the stuff. 
Yeah, but late start, lads, which has been a bit of a talking point as well. Half seven for Leinster final. Hardly seems right either, does it? What? Sorry, Dale. I was just, I was just saying, there's a killer about the games. You know, I know we want to talk about the match, but you know, they're all like the times they're on. I suppose look, they are on because there's so much going on. But like, even for, I suppose we, we've all, you've often said it, we've often said it, everyone says it. The older folk, like who don't have the Sky Sports, like you know, they won't be able to see hurling match. You know, uh, they, they, the early hurling match is Saturday. They'll try and stream them, I suppose, and everything. But look, it, it is what it is. I suppose it's, it's a first world problem, isn't it? Like, but you look. Listening on the radio, anyway, lads. That's what we're saying. You know, there's good, there's good old commentary. On yeah, the radio I know. I've been, I've, I've been tuning into their top, this top class stuff. <laughs> but Shane, what's worse? It is. That is. Two first round, the first round qualifiers. One is on at half, is one, and the other is on at two o'clock. Yeah, I, mean, I can't yeah, understand it, yeah. how you know bring for, bring forward the first one and a half an hour and put back the second one and a half an hour. Like for anybody who wants to watch the two hurling games, and I think one of them is on J Go. It's, is the other one on Sky, is it, no? Yeah, Claire Wexford's yeah. on Sky, yeah. yeah. That, that doesn't make any sense that they're, they're actually clashing against each other. And I know that, that there's other probably football matches and stuff on, like, but from a hurling point of view, how they're not staggered is surprising for me, like, you know? Mm. Mm. It is early, even the Clare. I, I'm giving out about the Leinster final being so late. The Clare thing is early enough to have one, like people are saying, on Saturday. Mm. And a lot of people working. And, you know, anyway, look, but we can't keep everyone happy all the time. Um, and maybe maybe we could have gone for a Sunday night option for one of the games. I I, I don't know um, how how feasible that would have been. Maybe no. maybe the leash war for game there. You know, to have, have given leash, you know, another day as well recovery wise. We spoke about that earlier. And anyway, but Anthony, it is great for the game of Holland that Dublin are in the finals. Like I, like it just proves that if you're a smidgen off in your preparation or your attitude that you get turned over. And that's that is the key that's the key thing for me, like you know. Still I'm a small bit um what you call that maybe either fraudulent or what daddy said in guys plan what you'd know talking about the Leinster final because I tipped Galloway and Wexford to be in the Leinster final. So uh, that's a bad start. Um there's something about this Kilkenny team the last day that impressed me. The young fellas are good. Um the returns from the likes of Cody as Shane said already, the belly hail contingent, it's huge. Um, I'm definitely going to go for Kilkenny. There's a little bit of value, I think, if you fancy the two favourites. Limerick Kilkenny will double your money the weekend if, you, if, you, if you're if you of that kind of way of thinking. Um, it's difficult to see um, Dublin. I thought Dublin played well the last day, but you'd have to be disappointed with Galway's performance. Just didn't hit it. They missed a load of opportunities. Uh, just left Dublin in the game and left them grow. A couple of things I'll say about Dublin that are major positives. Their full back line is doing really, really well. They marked the Galway guys really, really well the last day. I think it was there a question mark about Owen O'Donnell. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm hoping that he's going to be okay. And I think... There's a, a huge question there. Okay. Team. Well, he, he, he is massive. Oh, geez, yeah. massive, yeah. So I was very impressed with their full forward line. And you'd have to say what we spoke about maybe with Tip there a while ago. Like their ball-winning ability of their half-forward line has definitely been a major contributor to their success in the last couple of games. Danny Sutcliffe has come to the party in a major way. Crummy. Like Ronan Hayes is a real tag at a full forward. We now know what Donald Burke brings. There is definitely improvement there. I wouldn't say they're without a chance, but 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 Brian Cody, Kilkenny, Leinster finals, some things don't change, do they? Mm. No, and they, they have, you know, I I I'd love to be able to hedge my bet now and we were having this podcast Saturday night or Saturday afternoon and, and have a look at the Wexford form. 
yes. from the Wexford Kilkenny game, which was so, and possibly you'd say maybe Wexford could have could have, should have won in, in, in normal time. There was no question about who finished uh, the, the, the power, powerful team. But um, I'd love to know what that form is like. Do you know where is that form? Wexford's form is very indi- indifferent in the league. But if you were just to take the match on face value, Wexford looked like they were back to 2019 form. So that leaves Kilkenny in a very healthy place, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and we all know they're the team that beat Kilkenny that year. So, you know, uh, it was very nearly like a Kilkenny-Wexford All-Ireland that year. So, so that's huge as well. So it's just, I'd like to just know where that form is at the minute. But definitely the way with Adrian Mullen back and the way Evan Cody's beginning to say, I'm a leader here. Do you know, sticking up my hand and, and uh, taking on, you know, stuff maybe that we didn't maybe like he wasn't kind of doing that sort of stuff or he was lethal and brilliant and and, and the contribution from the belly hale guys uh, as hoagie said to us last week just just incredible and would you say they're 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 real all-ireland contender shan oh they, they are every year lads jesus no no matter what like you know if they, if they if they could only muster up 12 or 13 lads and they could start the match with 13 of them they're still you're still hard bet because of the culture they have and the belief they have and it's never say die with them, no matter what it is or what match they're playing. Like, you know, whatever, whoever pulls on a Kilgenny jersey, as soon as you walk in, you know, into the dressing room, you're told, this is it. Like, you know, it, this is what's expected of you. You know, we, we've all compared them to the New Zealand rugby team and the culture they have. And geez, lads, like to have a culture like they have, if every club in Ireland had it, you'd have, they'd have way more success. And it's, it, that's for me what it is like, you know, we can talk about tactics and everything, but they have a culture of, you're hurling for Kilkenny, you have a jersey, you have to do the jersey proud, leave it in a better place and then you got it. Like, and you know, they they've for me, you know, hats off to the probably one of the greatest sports managers in the world, but not known outside of it, Cody, the way he changed his team to to figure out Wexford. Like, and they, for me, that's what they really did. They figured out how to hurl against Wexford. They knew, right, lads, sometimes we can let it in, but sometimes we're gonna have to carry it through the line and like that's that was massive for him, you know. Their impact from the bench we spoke about, you know, like Paddy Deegan, like put down a big marker as well, you know. I, I heard someone talk about it during the week. He got a good yellow card, like himself and Chin have had fair battles, but he got a good yellow card that day. And that's what you get from the, the Paddy Deegans. And we spoke about Cody. I was listening to Eddie Brennan talking during the week. Eddie said that Cody went in a couple of years ago, Delo, and he was marking Jackie, I think, one of Jackie's maybe last county finals, maybe for James Stevens. And Jackie said he'd try and test him out, you know, and get him a dunt. And he said, no bother to Cody, but I just hopped off him and said, you know, we feel that's the way we want it. We'll do it today. And two years on now, look at the S&C that he's after doing. You know, we're talking about yeah. what Limerick did. Look, 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 look at the S&C works going on to kill Kenny boys. Like Cody is, he doesn't mind what way the ball comes in. One five from play the last day, no bother to him at all. And I just think, you know, TJ as well, like Cody's at one end, you know, trying to, is trying to get there and TJ's at the other end. But I think TJ since... I think it was 2012 did he break his knee he broke his kneecap or something and since then I don't think TJ Reid has missed a game with a, with an injury a serious muscle injury like a hamstring or anything like that because of he just changed his mindset as well and as SNC and mm. while he's at the other end going 34 still going so well and I think the Bally Hale by scored did he score 124 or something between them something phenomenal yeah. like you know so Jesus it's worrying and you know no, no Colin Fenley either like you know which is kind of a strange one for me at the point he's at in his career to say to Cody, uh, I'm not going, to, know I'm not going to hurl this year. Like, you know, know what, Shane, I'm, and I make this point now, right? I'm delighted that Colin Finley is not there, right? 
has he basically gave the two fingers to Brian Cody because he dropped him last year, right? And he was captain, right? You can only be one yeah. manager at the end of the day, and I don't care, you know, who's telling Colin Finn, ah, you were wronged, you were this, that, and the other. You have to fight for your jersey every day of the week, and there are players that get harshly treated and they get dropped and they get taken off, like, but to say, I'll take a year out now, right? It's basically saying, you know. If Cody fecks up this year, he'll be gone next year and the new flair will bring me back. I'm delighted, to be honest with you, because there's a lot of old club flares going around the place with that old rubbish as well now, right? And listen to you it now. Enough of it, I'm, I'm <laughs> fucking delighted. And I hope Kilkenny go on to win the All-Ireland and the Colin Finley misses out, to be honest with you, because I thought it was pure rubbish out of him. And for, a, for the family tradition that they have, right, and where he's coming from, He'd either bite his tongue and get on with it and win his place back again this year and say to Brian Cody, I, I got my place back despite you. I, I'm, I'm, I'd be honest with it. If you retired, I'd have said fine. I'd have left it off, right? But to say that he was taking a year out, I said, I don't know. I hope he can win the All-Ireland and he's not involved. I'd be straight with you now. Hmm. I think there's a big okay, call. Um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, and sorry. And I tell you, there's a message well. there for everybody. But listen, there's fellas in your Maybe own club. Maybe he just did year out. Huh? Maybe he just did want a year out. Maybe he just oh, wanted a year out. And he, at his age, no way. <laughs> no way. He could be going travelling to renting. Sure, hadn't he do, do enough of that with the peacekeeping he was on in the army? <laughs> that was working. That <laughs> was working. He was working on all his scripts. Jesus, he was outside in the Lebanon, for God's sake. He wasn't in for so He was travelling done so. What <laughs> <laughs> a guess, man, Landers. I'm telling you. But look... Uh, the Dubs lads, Matty, I suppose people were saying it was kind of getting near the end game, but he has responded like a manager that won back-to-back All-Ireland oh, clubs with a county that don't yeah, with him. Yeah. In fairness yeah. to him, right through the league, I question maybe was some of the rhetoric for real here, like that every day we were taking something out of it and we're building something. And By God, he, you know, the way he has settled that defence uh, has been something. And I just think like, and I, I'll probably be doing a bit of highlighting of it hopefully on uh, on Saturday. The, the role of Conor Burke in, in mm. sitting near enough to Liam Rush, and uh, and not so much behind him, not so much behind him as in this traditional seventh defender role, driving forward, getting points, setting up scores, but allowing Rush the comfort of knowing that there's a complete athlete in front of him, around him. Um, I think that's very clever management out, out of Matty and. Uh, I, I love it, but I think the Ono Donald one could be a game changer. Like, TJ, when you think about the last day, like Smith, uh, Keno Callan might have to go in into full back, better cornerback, great player, great defender now. Um, and by Jesus, do you know what? If his brother was playing for Dublin, I'd be tipping Dublin to win it. Yeah, forward. absolutely. It's cruel, yeah. I'd say, for, especially for Matty, who probably, okay, he was brought through by a lot of under, great underage working Kula and with Dublin as well, would have played in that All Ireland minor final. And but if you had him at the other end of the field on side running his, geez, you'd be saying they'd be potent, like, you know, around the field, the West Sutcliffe is hurling. Um, crummy way, Donald Burke. Yeah, oh, crummy Donald Burke's really, like, we're on about, we're on about Cody stepping up. Uh, Donald Burke has really stepped up, not being just a free taker. I mean, he's, yeah. he's delivering now in general play, big time. Ryan McBride, midfield, delivering big time in play. Like I, I think this could be a real battle as well. I, I don't think there'll be much in this one. I, I, I wouldn't be doing yeah. I, the handicap favourites, TJ, whatever they are, to cover. I, I, I'd be going against them covering, and I haven't even looked at them now, to be honest, which I haven't even had a bet in the golf. I must have a look this evening when they come in. 
But um, no, like I, the, I, I, it, honestly, it, it, the first fifteen minutes, Dela, in this match could dictate yeah. where the, the Bob O'Keefe would be going. Because I think the longer the Dublin stay in the game, the more they grow in confidence. And I'd have to say, looking, I met John Costello actually last Saturday night down in in, um, in Northern Park after the under twenty one, and I know what is it, what is, I've met him a good few times over under the years, and you saw you, he's a fantastic man at the head of the helm there, like you know, uh, with, with with Dublin, and it's no surprise to me that Dublin are in. I surprised how Galway played, but they're putting time and effort and money into the Dublin hurlers. They want as much success out of the hurling as they have got with the football and. What the football have done has been massive. But like, they have a really, really good nucleus of a team right now. Physical presence, strength, and plenty hurling as well. And, and you're right about Conor Callaghan. If he was available to the Dublin forwards, he'd be brilliant. But like, there's no point in saying it was Sutcliffe, Crummy, Donald Burke, Ronan Hayes. They'll have to deliver big time on the scoreboard for to get the victory on Saturday night. Like, And I think for me, the owner, Donald, thing... If he's fit to play, as you know, whether you play club or county, when one of your top players declares himself fit on the Thursday night before the match, everybody gets a boost. The players, the management, the supporters, all of a sudden. Like, now, they are prepared for it. They are knowing he's a, he's a big doubt. So that's a help. Rather than losing a fella on a Thursday night before the Leinster. Like, imagine if you lost Owner Donald on Thursday night and try to pick the boys up. So they know that he's a major doubt. But he'd be a massive shot in the arm if he's available to play, and he could be a game winner for them. Then. I'd say the, I'd say the the call is made at this stage. Like I'd say if you're if you're Matty in that level of a manager, you can't really risk leaving it Thursday night, right? On a, a big boost or a you know. I, but I'd Dale, say I like the call it's, it's is the made. biggest game in Dublin Holland for for I suppose it was a 2013 you won the Leinster, was it? Yeah. He'll be given he'll be given every opportunity, Anthony, to be right. Yeah. I I wonder at this stage, do they do that though? You know, we always Right, okay. We, yeah, we'd, we'd be growing up on that, TJ, wouldn't we? Lads yeah. Yeah. that's the fitness test Sunday morning out in out in Dundrum or somewhere <laughs> like, you know. It was grand, uh, but I, I'd say at this stage they have to kind of have. I presume you're looking at something like Keno Callahan in full, someone into the corner, you know, try and keep the Connor Brook. I know Connor Brook went back there when he went off the last day. Uh, like you're still saying, a hamstring two weeks is going to be desperate height. Um, but calling this, we'd, we'd all probably be giving Kilkenny the nod, I presume. Yeah, for me, I, I thought, like Shane said a while ago, I was fierce impressed with Kilkenny's setup. I thought there was a change in Cody. There was a different first 15. They left, Wexford had to puck outs. They managed them to perfection. There was a little bit of a change up here and there. They struggled with Dublin in the second half last year, Dale, after a great race, great start, right? And it was kind of more the system mm. to struggle with rather than the actual game. I think he's got that mastered, and it's Kilkenny for me. Yeah, Mark? Yeah, I, I think um, I think the longer the Dublin stay in the game, the better chance they'll have. And I'm I suppose I look I I grew up on on, on watching Kilkenny and and watching Cody very closely. And I'd be um, I'd be a big believer in Kilkenny to be honest with it. I think they'll I think they'll get over the line um, on 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 Saturday night. I do, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Shane, you you'll be going along. You think you're they're back, they're real contenders again, which is a fair. 
Oh, I do, I do. And we're, we're, we're talking about, you know, the match down at Parky Creeve going to the bench. Like, if, if, if Cody does have to go to the bench one night mm-hmm. after the bench the last day from seven different lads, I mean, geez, there's some confidence to have in a group that, you know, if the 15... And Donnelly on the bench, like... Donnelly on the bench, you know what I mean? You know, the likes, even likes of James Borgen, like, I mean, he he, he was yeah. he was massive the last day. I mean, these are kind of an unknowns really outside of maybe Kilkenny or hurling people maybe who, who really follow the thing. They've really stepped up. So, yeah, I would. I, I just want to say something quickly about Keno Callan. I don't know Keno Callan personally, but I tell you, I've seen him a few times. He has a mullet on him, right? And as someone said to me, a mullet is not a hair or two. It's a lifestyle choice. And he's he, <laughs> he strikes me as a fella, you know, He's business on top, party at the back. But a good one I heard was he likes to party with two R's because he looks like <laughs> he looks like he's up for the crack. But I tell you, he's hurling some stuff for Dublin at the moment. Yeah, and as yeah, you said, yeah. I never knew I, like, I ever actually knew he was Khan's brother either. So they must have some oh yeah, they must no, have been hopping I, off each other there as young lads. I'd have brought him in. I'd have brought him in an early, early thirteen on into funny Middy's place then very quickly himself and Colin Cronin were the same age at the time. Often was shocked that Colm Cronin was never kept in the system for Dublin. God, he was a, he played in the Leinster final centre forward in fourteen and got a brilliant goal. And I suppose doctors differ differ, and that's what you you just get in this game. But oh, they'd be rock solid, rock solid guys. And you know, yeah. if he's beaten. If he's beaten at the weekend, it won't be for want of being right up here. You know, he'd be beaten by a better player because he'll defend and he's tenacious and he'll. He'd have a few of the dark arts too, like you know. Yeah, and he's a he's, he's, he's a great lad outside him in Dara Gray as oh, well. Yeah, yeah. T- top so guy, top, top guy. To be round the guys that do them, you know. Yeah, yeah, that is a great bloke and great club men as well. They deliver for their club, football and hurling. Yeah. You know, yeah. Con rocks up every year there for cool and does the business like you know. So, yeah, look, hoping for a great one there. I suppose. Look, um, there's a big one on earlier in the day. We touched on it earlier. I suppose it was inevitable that they'd meet again. Um, tis tis a rivalry that I never thought I'd experience. Uh, Clare and Wexford. There was a kind of a love there for Wexford all my life, and unlike uh, year three counties, uh, not with GT just ninety six. I understand that, but we never met them even in our heyday. Only a few league games, and they actually turned out to be good old evenings as well. <laughs> they were uh, always taking kind of half okay, you know, but. Yeah, there is just that rivalry now, and I suppose it is a factor. It's well out there, the Davy Bryan factor. The, there's no love lost. TJ, you think there's going to be a kiss and make up with this on Saturday? I'll wait and, and see that. I haven't heard that. So the match would more concern me. There'll be a bit of, I'd say the COVID thing has added to the bit of bike, lads, you know, and without dragging it all up again, I would say Wexford didn't handle it properly. And I would say. Uh, the chairman, Colin Brian Law, and out to apologise then was was not too popular in the Clare camp, right? So that was put to bed at the time, but then it might be dragged up this week by players, I'd say. You know, sort of, I don't think the management will be talking about that, but players are players. They feel a sense of loyalty to each other. And um, you know, the two lads that were named as close contacts and no one in Wexford named as a close contact, I'd say that could be mentioned to Clare Trend this week. Whether that level any bearing in the game, as I said earlier, I thought Wexford back to the 2019 if the form is that strong if if Kilkenny are that good you know um, I've been kind of saying for a couple of years that Munster's a nice bit stronger than Leinster Hoagie told us different last week um, so we'll have to respect <laughs> as well it was the best game in a long time um, yeah, yeah. But no look we'll get a fair idea like because Claire and Tip 
I think it was going to be a classic until the controversial decision. It looked that way anyway, that it was going to go right down to the wire. And who's to say Tip wouldn't have won it by four or five? I don't know. They did win it by four. But it looked like it was going to be a great game. I think Limerick Cork had the potential to be a great game. Didn't quite get there, but look and really look forward to Sunday. So I'm just not sure where the Wexford farm is. Clear though, are after putting in two monumental efforts and still kind of find themselves at the bottom rung of the ladder, if you know what I mean. Not in terms yeah. now of their standing, but in terms of where you have to go to try and do something. Right. So very hard to know whose heads will be in the best yeah. position to win. Like um, the, the funny thing, sorry, you just mentioned it there, Dale, like you're both player, right? If they were to win the All Ireland, they played twice. They've round one, round two, <laughs> quarter final, semi final, and final. Seven championship matches without a draw, right? It's, it's unheard of in, in the modern era. Like, I mean, we won an All Ireland in 99 with four games. Like, yeah, we won two with eight. Seven. <laughs> uh, incredible, isn't it? You know, so oh, yeah. you're right. You're right. Uh, they, they've probably got the short end of the, the stick there, like, you know, but it just two matches going on in, in, in that game. Like, you know, there is the Claire Mex thing, and there's the Brian Lawn and Davy, and there's no point in saying otherwise. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I mentioned the last day, like, I thought Brian Lohan's interview was box office stuff straight after the match. And, um, you know, he held his composure and was very direct. And, you know, we, you, you rarely see that kind of it. And I think that's probably the way he manages the clear team as well. We also saw him on a couple of occasions at the water breaks, what it really means to him, like in terms of the no-nonsense, simple message. There's no playboard with, with Brian Lohan. Just, just get out and do your business. So I like him as a manager, I must say. And I think the, I think the clear players are playing for him as well, Anthony. Um, and I thought he got a massive tune out of the players last year against Wexford above in, 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 in Port Leash. I just, like, that was a Tony Kelly show, and I thought Wexford wasn't great now on the day, and there was a lot of talk, and it was the first year of COVID and stuff like that. So I think Wexford are better prepared this year, and their performance mm. against Kilkenny the last year, that, sorry, the last day, that has probably been the standout match in the championship this year, and they've got the fortnight in between the games to get them to, I suppose, to come down off that high and come back up again. You know, I think it's going to be very close, but I, I think the Wexford farm is strong and again the biggest question again like will if, if tony kelly is held i mean wexford will surely have a plan probably didn't give him enough respect last year in last year's game he was a tour de force i think wexford will be better prepared for him this year and unless kelly hits 210 i i i, I don't know whether claire are going to get enough scores there to actually get over that night and i i like claire now i must say and i like lohan mm. I think that the form of Wexford is, is 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 very very strong at the moment, and Rory O'Connor, Lee Chin are hollowed out of their skins at the moment. Yeah, I I would say look at you. That means obviously you're giving slight nod to Wexford, and that's you know that's understandable. That, that pains me now. Like, come here. Yeah, look, and, and come here. No, no, but it, it's it's legit. It's very logical as well. The thinking, you know. I just thought I was a bit more impressed with our forwards, like because I thought. You would have to say Carl Barrett did a fair old job on Tony. Tony mm. kept going though, and yeah. won two from play, and I think he was fouled for two more frees. Come yeah. up with one four by himself, like let's say. Um, yeah. And yeah. I, I wonder how there's someone to mark him. Like, and even in the league game this year, he went off with the ankle injury injury this year in that league game, and I think Clare's form like kind of is more consistent. Wex, Wexford, they, they beat Leash now, but Leash were they very poor in the yeah. day. And, very, were, uh, yeah. and then they played very well the last day. 
But they also went after Leash. They, uh, they, they had no mercy on the score. It was a 530 something oh, no. they scored against. And they, they went for goals, no though. mercy whatsoever. Yeah, no, they went for goals. Yeah. Did it. And, um, yeah, but I, ju- but, I just thought other lads. I thought Ian Galvin. I thought Aidan McCarthy. I thought Colin Galvin. I thought all of those guys played better when Tony was being relatively held. Do you know? Right. If Shanahar, yeah. for me, could decide the game, if Shanahar can just put the few scores with the amount of ball he's winning. Um, yeah. And it does give them a dilemma because Matt O'Hanlon was put on Kelly last year and he couldn't really mark, mark him, no. being honest. No, he wasn't able for him pace-wise. No. So he went on Shanahar in the league game. I was lucky enough to be at the, at the league game, one of the ones I was covering. And he couldn't stop Shanahar from catching it either. That so I think enough that depends on there. And if Shane O'Donnell yeah, is yeah. back, and we just don't know. I can't find out in clear whether Shane O'Donnell is back or not. I'm hearing he's training, but he's light training, and don't know. I know the protocol part of it would be over. But for me, if Shane O'Donnell was back, we'd have an awful lot better chance up front. And David McInerney will certainly start as well, I'd say. I haven't got the game uh, under his belt less, last yeah. week. No, so, um, look, I'm trying to desperate hard to call myself. I kind of very TJ. Um, the ad for the, the hurling and the GA a good number of years ago featured this is huge, and I think this game is huge. I like Lohan two years can't afford to lose here, right? Where is he in his overall managerial declare? Is Davy at the end of the road? The loser here goes home with some pain. I actually don't know where I am in this game myself, right? I think the rules will come into play here, the new rules. I see the GA have sent Fergal Horgan. I do agree with you in the league. They couldn't handle Shannon in the air. There was a sending off. Or sorry, a sin bin. Um, last year comes into play. Wexford oh, it, was sending off. it was a sending off, DJ. It's sending off, it yeah. sending off. I, think, I think Claire are better. Um, I did, um, earlier on this year, a course here in work here with, with some of the team, right? It was a wigwam course, right? But one of the major sayings in work, right, was win the week, win the war. And I think this game is for either side, win the week, win the war. So everyone inside Ooh. that print company by every <laughs> Monday morning has to win the week and win the war. And Friday they're saying, Jesus, give me a point there. Exactly. DJ Ryan telling exactly. me Monday morning they can win the week. <laughs> ruthless game, ruthless game. Ruthless game. Yeah, as you said, huge game, huge game. Shane? Yeah, I just a couple of things, I suppose. It's a relatively new pair in Dalo, and that I think your first meeting was 2002. You've played eight times. Mm-hmm. Claire have won six of them. So if we're going to go with tradition, and maybe tradition goes out the window, Claire have had Wexford in the in the bigger games with this. The other uh, the other side of it is, and I know I understand what Mark is saying there about Tony Kelly, and we would have been the same maybe in Pip as well, that we would said if we hold Tony Kelly, we'll go a long way to beating Claire, But... Claire got 113 from play from the rest of their players. They got, like, if Shanner has the shooting boots on the next day, lads, he could shoot the lights out because it's coming. Like, you know, he could have scored 3-4 the first day. Didn't happen. Scored a pint from play the last day, but got on the world of ball. Aidan McCarthy, pint from play. David Reedy, pint from play. Ian Galvin, 1-3. Ryan Taylor, two pints. And even the midfielders, Cullum and Cahill Malone, they get three pints from play. So I think what Claire have this year in comparison to last year, in my opinion, is more lads that can score from play Maybe they have more confidence in themselves. You know, maybe they feel like, you know, like Tony is like, you know, like the good under 12 lad where he's taking the sidelines, the freeze, the penalties, nearly the puck outs and poking it out and going up and catching it himself. Do you know, like that, I think this year, Claire have, 
you know, it's instilled in them to say, look, lads, you're all good hurlers as well. And if you feel the score is on, take it. Don't have to, we don't have to do everything through Tony. Obviously, Tony is a massive outlet, but you said he scored, I think it was 1 1 1 2 from played last day. Got another point that wasn't allowed there near that. I seen you looking at it, Dale. You were just over my right shoulder in the Mackey stand. Um, he got a point that wasn't allowed as well. So even your Rory Hayes popped up with a, with a point. So I think you, you have players now around the field, in my opinion, that are taking a little bit of the burden off Tony if he's not shooting the lights out from play. You know, from freeze, he's going to do it. So that's why I think it's it's a massive plus for you. Um, I think Davy's first win against uh, Wexford was 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 in the league. Would, would I be right in saying that? Played him maybe yep. four times, yeah. So all these things going, I think Claire. Someone passing there now. I think Claire are more of a wounded animal going into this than Wexford. I think Wexford are going in full of their buzzing after their performance. They're the style of play, lads, for me, sapped the energy out of them. And that's when it came to extra time, they just didn't have the legs to carry it forward. So I think that Wexford are coming off the back of, we played really well, we just ran out of steam. And I think Clare are coming off the back of, the world is against us here, lads. The world, and especially Wexford, for everything that's going on. I'll tell you what, I'll put it like this. If Netflix could do a series on Lohan versus Davy, they would have some viewership, so they would. So it'd be unbelievable, all the subplots and everything that's going on. And I think that for me, now this is the fella who tipped Antrim twice though, by the way. So don't take it. <laughs> don't say it. Don't say it, Shane. Don't. I think Claire are coming in in a good place. They hold well against Tip. Um, the, the, the controversy that went on, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. They're they're going to be really hurt over it. They have the hurt already from the Wexford thing. And I think Brian Lohan and, and obviously the man opposite him, so passionate and everything. I think the players have huge respect for Lohan as well. You can see that in their demeanour in the Gaelic grounds last day. I think you're going to do it, Dale. I think I think the Clare boys are, are going to do it. It will be tidy, but I do think Clare's name will be will will be in that bowl um, Monday morning for the next round of the draw. Good stuff, Shani. Good stuff. Good analysis. Good analysis of the whole thing. Um, I very much think, and if Netflix do decide to do that documentary, they'll have a good bit more um, footage of the number one than the number three. <laughs> 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 so, no one hasn't appeared in too much stuff. But uh, anyway, yeah, who'd love to be a fly in the wall in both places this week? Uh, wouldn't you to, to hear what the build-up and that? I, I think I think Claire may be slightly more balanced team. With Davy Mack back, with Shane O'Donnell back, I think we might have a better team now. I, I think Colm Galvin back, Ian Galvin back. I think they're way stronger than last year, but mm. I think Wexford way better than last year as well, though. So... I, I, I think a bit of look at this, lads, like, you know, like a long range shot from Lee Chin that instead of floating over in Turles, hits the post and drops down. And there's Conor McDonald to whip it to the net. And that, we all know that bit of look is in Hurling, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. when, yeah, if you make your own look and all that old talk, yeah. that's, that's the but, bit of look but, sometimes but, you need. But Dale, like, so where, where does, where does Turles come into this? Where does Fergal Hogan come into this? I wonder. You know, we, we know that Fergal Hogan is going to leave the game glo- go. Like, would you see Wexford being slightly more physical, do you think, than Clare? Will it be a help to Wexford? Yeah. They've had him ref him already this so, year. No. They know exactly what he's going to go through, you know? Oh, yeah, but I'd say the, the Clare team that we have now with the likes of Rory Hayes and, and, and Conor Cleary, Paul Flanagan, Ed Conlon at centre-back, they're going to love that stuff as well. Like, you know, Galvin back in the middle of the field. I wouldn't see that as a... I, I honestly think it'll be that tight. It'll be a bit, of, you know, a bit of genius or a bit of luck that'll swing it. I mean, you know, the likes of Chin, the way he hurled last day in normal time. My God, you know, he was on fire. Yeah, he was on, he couldn't stop him. So, 
there's that like it's not just about Tony Kelly Rory O'Connor's hurling the stuff no, of his life Rory O'Connor yeah um, McDonald and, and yeah, Connor, three could do anything you know so, oh, absolutely I see I see the I see them nearly back to the to 19 farm and I, I'd say we'll know if they're back to the 19 farm yeah, by, by 4 o'clock on, on, on Saturday 3 o'clock yeah. so let, let's wait and see I'd, I'd be hoping my own crowd will pull through anyway I th- think we could but look um Hopefully, you hopefully going there's all sorts of kiss. Is that, is that, is that kiss, two all? Is it two extra, two clear? I, I, I'm going to go along with Shane. I'm going to go with the Netflix series. I'm going to go with a draw. <laughs> I'm going to go with a draw at full time here. I'm going to go with a draw after extra time. And I'm going to go for Wexford to win on penalties. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Mic See, drop. Some week, and, and, some and, week and, over the next few and, years, he's going to get one of these right. Like, <laughs> and and Dello, I'm forecasting to shake hands after the game. No chance. Okay, okay. Well, you see, there we go. All no ye chance. fellas working in Limerick City, you know more about things like that than a lad living out here in West Clare on the sticks where I am. Like, you know, the lads drinking the Morty Browns have none of that sort of info for me. But you're you're back to outdoor dining in the city now, and you're meeting all these fellas that are working in Shannon and they're, yeah, 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 hearing stuff Peace. that I don't hear. Are you doing toast specials in the pub, Dela? No, but we if we know you're coming, Mac, we'll usually throw in a bit of grub from somewhere anywhere. We we get it down <laughs> okay, from the deli okay. in, in Fitzpatrick's. I, I definitely would have a toast special. Just the Michael I'm Fitz and Josie, have and a special. Josie and the staff up there. Right. Special. Would you not I'll just have a toast special a couple of pints, and a soup on TJ. There'd be no handshake, no chance. Fair enough. All right, Fair so enough. you're saying no Let's handshakes. see. Let's we see. need Let's the camera see. on the sideline. I presume Sky will look after the... Camera on the boys anyway, you know. Lads, we the other one. I presume we're, we're expecting more for to, to bounce, are we? Uh, Prunty's oh. back. I heard uh, Jamie Barron is back, so it's bound to be a, a sting in them. Now, we're very good at the weekend, as you, you know. Like, mm. Yeah, you just get the sense, and I know Shane, you you you, t- you talked it up great early on, and it was twas what I I I actually listened to the commentary with you, and it was great commentary, and you'd know you know yourself how easy to do a commentary it is. When the match yeah. is really good, and I got that sense off you, but you wonder is it a sense now of the work is done for Leash, and maybe the only other bit of work now we have to try and do is beat Westmead in the in the playoff game for the league. Um, yeah, and I wonder then the you could see the relief in the group, um, Cheddar mm. included, and I I I I just said hello to Cheddar. He was walking in, wishing the best of luck, and he 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 was nervous like you know there was a real nervousness about it it was knockout hurling the prize was massive for the winners for the losers back down to Joe Mack you know and trying to come back up again and rebuild the thing but like the relief in the group was massive I think they'll they'll go out and they'll hurl with freedom and you know they might they might hit a purple patch in the game but I just think they look so tired you know they they gave everything they had like Paddy Purcell nearly had to be carried off the field he was getting cramps on top of cramps and everything and you know, they were just wrecked after it. And I, I, I agree with you, Dale. I think they feel for them, their their year now is is has been good and everything else is a bonus. But you know, you will see a bit of freedom in their play. They'll they'll go at it as well. But if they go 15 and 15 against Watford, which the players seem to want to do, I just I just mm. think Watford blow them out of water. I think Watford, especially with Cahill, will have them by his told in no uncertain circumstances. Oh. The last day was not good enough, would have roasted them for the last three weeks, I'd say hardly fed them even. And you know, and they'll be coming in all guns blazing. I, I, I'd expect Waterford to be to be winning this handy lads, you know. Mm. Yeah, I don't minus know fourteen points. I see there, TJ. Yeah, 
I'd say it's yeah. an ideal ideal game for Waterford, Liam Kelly, be happy. Absolutely. Look, there's no point in being disrespectful to Leash. I concur with everything Shane is there. I said, like, Leash, you could see they put everything into last weekend. They got their results. They're probably in bonus territory, right? But I'm saying Waterford, I kind of felt the last set of Waterford finishing strong against Clare. They would get, get better. The little break would have suited them. I think it's ideal. And, yeah, Waterford to win nicely for me. Okay, and they'll probably be the team, maybe some teams like Galway and Cork would say would like to have eyed the following week because yeah. probably Clare and Wexford will go put an awful lot into this no matter who comes out of it. Yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah. we'll see what way that pans out anyway. We, we know more. We The Joe McDonough final as well, lads. To say that their form going into it has been humpy bumpy it would be an understatement. I mean, the buzz, it's not this time last year, obviously, it was, it was Christmas nearly. The buzz in Kerry last year, you know, and some of the hype and, um, you know, Kerry being in the Ireland and the footballers out of it and the hurling lads in North Kerry were milking it. So it's very low key. I know in Kerry, they don't feel they're in the best of form, but they've gotten there um, only on scoring difference by a goal. I think it was a goal incredible. and four points in it. Incredible stuff. Westmead maybe slightly better form, but struggled enough with Kildare the last day. So... Um, both and not sure. Crow, Crow Park as well, Anthony. It's yeah, a preseason the final. final, isn't it? Yeah, live live co- coverage for that, Mark. We have a long day Saturday. We have, so yeah. we're on at five o'clock for for that. Um, right. looking forward to it now, and I think that's the rightful. I mean, we we would have said maybe before an All Ireland semi final or even before the All Ireland final, like last year, yeah. is the right day for the John McDonough final. But maybe look, this year with clubs fighting over trying to start football championships and everything else that's going on. It's still a big setting to give it before the feels a bit rushed, I have to say. But at the same time, it is a good day to play, and we just don't have the crowds, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but uh, hard to call it. I just think I've just a feeling, Kerry, with um, less hype might yeah. come out like last year. You'd Sonny Egan, the great Sonny Egan from Crata and Kilflin, coming out writing a song about him and singing it to him on the bus before they took off. From I think they left from um, Abbey Dorney and Sonny was there to sing Mighty Kerry Mingos. <laughs> I just thought this this might be better for, for Finton and his men, but obviously Shane O'Brien had a rough and tumble campaign in Division 1A, eh, but maybe it'll stand to him on a day like Sunday. What, what would your overall take be on it? I'd probably go along with that one. The, the experience in Division 1A would be a, a massive boost. And I think what I read about Kerry was it was a 77 minutes point. Um, the last day when they got beat was to level up the scoring differences, right? The actual scores far were the same, and Kerry qualified over down more goals. They just had four goals scored, more goals three goals scored. Yeah, more scores, yeah. yeah. So you're spot on Mike, there, Mike, you're Mikey Boyle. Mikey Boyle, I think, put it over <laughs> and half him looked saying to him, like, we're, we're five points down, Mikey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it was in 77, 77 minutes, so there's a kind of a, there's a fairy tale in there somewhere with that score. But um, yeah, like hard, hard would call as well. Like both teams will fancy having a cut off of this. Like we all know, sometimes anyone who's played forty-five is that sometimes when you get that handy trick, they'll all, then you go for it. So it's kind of set up for Kerry in that way that they can really go for this now, right? That they've got the bonus during the final. Again, I I probably wouldn't know a huge amount both teams. I haven't seen them play or right? like seen a bit of Westmead in Division One A. Maybe give them the nod and saying, look. If they've learned something from Division 1A, here's a game where you can bring that to the table and that might get you over the line. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of what you said, Anthony, earlier on, I do think that Kerry got caught in the headlights last year. 
They came up against a very physical Antrim team and probably didn't get a whole pile of breaks in the match. Shane Conway, I suppose, is key. I mean, if he turns up and plays one of his stormers, he's capable of beating any team in his own. Um, looking at Kerry's results this year, they haven't like awfully beat him well earlier on in the season in the league, hammered him like, and that wouldn't have been expected. Uh, Kerry's form has been hasn't been great, Anthony, this year. Um, I think they'll need a massive they'll need a massive performance out of them to get over the line. I'd be giving the nod slightly to Westmead, I must say. I do, I do think their experience will help them. But Kerry, in fairness to the Kerry County Board, they've given them every opportunity. They're promoting hurling in Kerry, as you know, as well, and they're putting money into the team. And it's fantastic to see them back in the final again. Yeah, and Shane, one of the big things is the jobber Dial, who would have played Railway Cup right up to the end there. He wouldn't be old now by any means with, with Leinster. And I always marvel at him, how good he was. But they've put him from full-back out to centre-back. Back, yeah. And funny enough, Shane Conway is is gone in full forward of late. No, yeah, all these things. Yeah. yeah, but that could be like if Conway can hit form in Crow Park, lads. This this guy yeah. will be playing with anyone. Oh, for, like you know, it's unbelievable talent. We've all seen what he's done if it's given level two, Dale. I suppose with UCC and all the you know all inter county top inter county guys would marvel at this guy at how good he is. Like you know, at at, at his ease, scoring nine, ten points in a match. I thought he was kind of snuffed out I suppose last year wasn't he you know you know a slower pitch Antrim were more physical didn't get a chance to express himself uh, up at the Joe Mack final last year for me lads, I suppose I'm going to go Westmeath as well I think being up in Division 1 you know whether you know they, they, they gave a great account of themselves against Watford obviously very demoralising going down to Cork and getting that bait but would learn so much more than would you would learn then you know down the divisions the other thing is I suppose they've played Carlo and Kildare who, for me, with all due respect, would be a better opposition than Down or Meat, who Kerry would have played, and Meat beaten Kerry. I think they bet by four points, wasn't it? Like so, like I think I think West Meat are coming into it in, in a in, in a good place. I think they learned a lot from Division One. I think they won their two games. Uh, we know Carlo were good. We 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 seen now that Kildare are, are no are no slouches anymore either with the, with their minors under twenties and you know and, and the job that David Herod is doing with Kildare up there. So for, from all that, with the experience from Division One, winning their two matches. Um, have some fantastic players down down the center of the spine of their team with the dials and everything. I I, I think that Westmead will will uh, will do the business on on Saturday evening. Um, Dale, I know. Yeah, we 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 wish them both the very best. Look, I just have a feeling maybe a bit like Leash and Entrum that Kerry uh, without the form going into it, yeah, <laughs> might just yeah. pull off one on the day. But uh, fighting them, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You never know. I, I yeah, they'd need a massive one from Shane Conway, but also Shane Nolan. Who wouldn't have been been riddled by injuries the last while, and uh, if the two of them click, I'll tell you they're fair yokes. So interesting, yeah. Westmead entitled, as you said, the side that came out of the experiences in in the national league. So we wish them all the best. Um, that's that's about our lot, lads. We've gone over our time. I did edge y'all to start. Uh, the fantasy hurling is now being led by On the Temple Derry Kenyans. Um, it's a it's a top three from Tipperary lads, a good score from Killa in East Cork this week of thirty three. Now of course he, he's a lot of those players gone. Like I I didn't even enter this week. Like you know you didn't enter TJ. Uh, I, I, there are four there are four transfers allowed this weekend. As I said to the last day, I was hoping that. Um, McManus and Clark would uh, give me a few scores. I could have done a little bit better, but. 
I'm happy there in the middle of the field, you know. I could go up, or, but I'm closer to the top than the bottom, I'd say. So, there's yeah. a... It's still nicely condensed, though, I'd say. Yeah, Hoagie is cut off, and there's basically only 90 <laughs> points then, top to bottom. And this weekend is moving weekend. It's like the golf, like, with the British yeah. Open this weekend. This is moving weekend. I still say TJ has a fair bit up his sleeve. There's a good few meetings to be held there, I'd say. There is, there is, um, there is. There's a good few meetings, and there's nothing in it at the top, but there's no doubt about it. Young Larry Ryan is becoming a bit of an expert at this game. Yeah, he's going to have to go into management. Yeah, I think the clear, the clear extra game is a big factor there as well because you get two, you get two uh, twists out of the winner, like so. That's a big call. I see my buddy okay. uh, is still top of the overall <laughs> too, like so. Yeah, that goes. Kind of, <laughs> that's going to come back to haunt me. The only thing is, yeah. the, the only thing is, Shane is look. I don't know this man. But my, <laughs> my my source tell me he's from Nina, and there's well, his- down, yeah. yeah, there's history. There's history. Well, when when a fella doesn't put his name on the page, you always kind of wonder if it's club correct. <laughs> right? But does he? Does Nina have history? So I'll I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, and there's uh, our prizes there from Butler Hurley's lads. Thanks a million. As always, um, Toye, you've been great, and, and uh, any bit of promotion we can give you uh, that any of us that are on social media, except Mark. But you can get Pamel to do it, Mark. Uh, Lando's not on Twitter, very active at the moment. Uh, as disappeared, oh, disappeared. <laughs> See this disappeared, disappeared on the Green and White magazine, I think. Was it 25 years ago? The, 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 the two Was it three Munster finals or two Munster finals you had of them? Two and two and ninety six. It was twenty five years ago. Yes, uh, my my memory wouldn't be great, but I did I did see the picture. Yeah, on social media, and, and we can clearly see that it's yourself. But I, I presume by the stance and the swing and the gait, it's the great Johnny Lahey. It's Johnny Lahey. I I think the messages we we, we pull now. I think that's kind of uh, that's, <laughs> we're, we're trying to synchronize it. The hands are correct. <laughs> there wasn't any bit of talking being done at all to just this, you know I'm going pulling and I know you're going you're pulling. Going pulling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, you know I, do you know what I thought it was Dela you know that competition years ago spot the ball <laughs> that's what I thought the competition when I saw the picture you know where yeah, it's the around TJ's kneecap yeah they have a kind of <laughs> yeah. Habit, yeah, yeah they have a habit of reappearing um, have you any progress the, yeah the, the the golf you were just mentioned a while ago Rory, 22 to 1, finished seventh the last day in the US. I'd give him a squeak, I think. I think this could be his time. What time was he playing at? Like, he's probably after bringing in 500 already or something, is he? No, is your time no, I, I, no, no, I don't think he's played yet. I'll check out. I'll check out. I don't know how the defending champion is going there. I don't know. I'll check out in a second. Shane Lowry? And, yeah, he was out at about 10 to 10, I think so. Yeah, I think if you have McHenry, we end Jordan Speed. Okay, so and Dello, before we go, before we go, I know mm. obviously you, you, you've got a bear. Shane's okay because he's a school teacher, and we know obviously what, he, what, what they do during the summer. Um, Cellini last Sunday night, right? I was watching him. Mm. Dello, he kind, of, he kind of reminded me of you, right? Captain, <laughs> no, that's soccer, is it? No, that's so you did see me, Pen soccer. Yeah, do you know, um, he was captain one of these nice affable, easygoing guys, jumping kind of in the zone, talking to the opposition, right? And then when the opportunity of a tackle came, Marco saw you in two. 
Det var kan du så kan du mig nu ja absolut sorry 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 just to pay my respects and and indeed from the pod um our great sponsor in Clare has been with us way back since 1992 i think november 92 he came in the door this fellow we never heard of pat o'donnell so pat is is very in his wife marilyn today so just to the o'donnell family i just want to express my sympathies and your sympathies um great hurling men great hurling people the o'donnells of crushing and uh uh, R.I.P. Uh, Maryland. So, lads, we're extra long today. A hundred, uh, how are we? An hour and 52 minutes. Yes, we'll be shot. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, and Shane, thanks a million for joining us. And look, may the best team win on Sunday. Don't be fighting the two of you. With Renault, passion for what drives you. Official car partner of the GAA. To know what's really happening, subscribe to the Irish Examiner today at irishexaminer.com forward slash subscribe. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.